A huge congratulations to Whalen Bay. They are the number one dealer in sales in the nation for Mako and Tahoe boats. How cool is that? Hey folks, Captain Kevin Favor here for Whalen Bay Marine, and I've been telling you for years how much I love the Mako Pro Skiff Series. They're an absolute inshore fishing machine. But don't forget, they also carry tracker boats, nitro performance fishing boats, sun tracker pontoon boats, and Tahoe boats. Now you want some bigger news? Whalen Bay is now the dealer for Ranger boats. The new Ranger Saltwater Bay boats look amazing. Also, Ranger Aluminum Series and Ranger pontoons, which are perfect for fishing and just relaxing. So now, no matter what your boating needs are, Whalen Bay has you covered. And I can promise you that when you buy your new boat, all the folks at Whalen Bay will make sure your boat is rigged correctly and in a timely manner. You can do all this at Whalen Bay in St. Augustine located at 845 State Road 207 or give them a call at 217-3778 or visit WhalenBayMarine.com. Whalen Bay Marine, your authorized dealer for tracker boats, Nitro, Sun Tracker, Tahoe, Mako, and now your full line of Ranger boats. And remember, every day is a boat show at Whalen Bay Marine. Welcome to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. I'm Captain Kevin Favor. Sitting in this morning with Captain Leon Dana. Woo! Yeah. Right. Chris Wayne spinning the hits. Yeah. And uh, Jeff Lagerman via Opal. Opal. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. It, it's not Captain Leon Dana. It's Captain High and Dry. <laughs> <laughs> Only for a few I mean, hours. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, is that, oh, is that not the truth? <laughs> oh, that's the dead truth. No doubt about that whatsoever, Jeff. Man, I saw the pictures. Okay, so uh, for those that don't know, Captain Leon's got a big admission to make today on the outdoor show. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got the pictures sent to me via Kevin, via Captain High and Dry. <laughs> and I was going, is this a charter captain that has clients that are paying him money to know the waters and to take him to the fish? Ain't no fish around that boat. (laughs) Ain't no fish around that boat. Hey, have bait bucket, we'll walk. (laughs) Oh, goodness. That was funny, though. Hey, you know what? People pay me for experiences Uh and and, and memories. That's right. By God, I gave them one one. on that day. Uh That's That's a good one. Yep, that's a good one. And, and it was funny, uh, Jeff, that you mentioned that because the client at the end of the day turned around and goes, you know what, Leon? I left my phone in the boat. I went out with three of my friends, and we walked out there onto that island. And for two hours, that was the most fun I've had in a long time because all oh, we did was absolutely. talk about nothing. Right. We sure as hell didn't talk about work. <laughs> right. Oh, the only thing that probably put, could have made it better, to be honest, is to not have a cell phone no signal, but I mean, you know what I mean. Just as far as to be disconnected for once. Boats were left. I mean, Always. phones were left on the boat, Jeff. Oh, that's amazing! <laughs> and they caught five reds too. <laughs> really? Yep. From they, the bank? Yep. From the bank. That's Luckily, a, I got stuck it. on a good bank. Yeah, yeah exactly. I was going to yeah. say that you could you could call it Captain Leon Dana's high and dry tours. Yeah, yeah. You got a whole new revenue stream right here. Oh, I'm thinking about it. I'm <laughs> thinking about it. I got a whole. I got them branching out. Uh, it, it, you know what's so funny is is it's it's like wade fishing logs. You know the 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 first time you do it, 
for uh, you know in in the marsh you know the, in, and the first time you ever went i believe was with me and i'm like you know yeah stay away from the tall grass mm. whatever yes. you do you know the tall Lord. green grass just stay, just stay away from it you know the little spartino brown grass that's that's shallow and 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 if you even even like that puff mud that, that there's Oof. there's that, that, that you're stepping out in i mean there's certain places yeah. That, 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 that you can go, you know, and, 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 and get out. Um, you know, I, I, I know Minyard had a place that, that, that he fished for a long time up mm-hmm. there in the valley that, that his clients got out of the boat on, on a low tide and fished, mm-hmm. you know, fished different holes and stuff. But, sure. you know, I mean, and, and I think that that's probably the only time that, I, and I've I've never I've never been stuck, I've, I've I've been stuck in a creek, Jeff, where I can't get out because the tide's too low. But that's kind of on purpose. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And, and, and but as in the, the only time that I've I've panicked is when I'm wade fishing logs, and you stay out there just a little too long, and 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 it, when that tide starts going out on those flats, it goes out. In a hurry, it does. I oh, mean, yeah. in a, in a hurry, uh, and and if you, whenever you're waiting like that, if you if you watch the grass, that's right. And there's a little mud line, mm-hmm. and, and when you start to see that mud line moving uh, out the blades, yeah, moving, then then you need to you need to go back to the boat because you got to go. Yeah, we're done. I, I mean, I mean, Jeff, that, that seriously, sometimes you 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 can wade half a mile, mm-hmm. you know, away from the boat. Yeah, don't stray. Don't stray far from the boat. Yeah, yeah, turn yeah, soon. yeah. If, if you think the tide's going to turn, but anyway, yeah. I mean that that's just funny. I mean, that, you know, th- those pictures were. So were, the pictures for people that they yep. don't know, go to our Facebook page, and it was posted, I believe, yesterday. Yesterday, yeah, yes, it was posted yeah, yesterday. It was yesterday. Yep. Yeah, it was yesterday. Uh, and it's uh, one, two, three, four pictures of Captain Leon and the situation that he that he was in. My question is this, okay? Because uh, we'll get the whole story as to why you were high and dry but how in the world did you get from the boat to where you could actually go somewhere to fish because how deep was the mud getting out of the boat just to get to somewhere that's not muddy you know what that's the crazy thing i thought that looking around on that flat i was doomed absolutely doomed uh to, we're not getting out of this damn boat. There's no way we're going <laughs> right. to let this happen, dude. Because right. you ain't coming back in. Right. You know, but, af- but after an hour. As it started to drop, the tide started to drop, and I realized that I need to lighten this boat up a little bit, and I, I realized just how close I was to the channel to getting out of there, and we're talking about minutes counted. Yeah. I jumped out of the boat. I said, watch this, boys, and I jumped straight out, and as soon as I jumped out, I only went the the mud was only uh, right at my ankle. Yeah, I, it, it's I, solid I, up. If you look at the footprints, yeah, yeah, it's it, shocking. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I was agreed. really surprised at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't the puff mud. No, it was the, not. the puff mud. You go straight to your crotch. Yeah, you're yeah. you're doomed at yeah. the exact moment. Yeah. <laughs> you're absolutely right, Kevin. <laughs> so and, uh, is that if you look at the to the top picture? So you're on a charter. Essentially, to tell the story here. You're on a charter. You're south of Pine Island. It's a creek, okay, and the pictures show that your boat, when you look at the big picture where you're taking the selfie, it looks like that there's a little channel just away from the boat. I and was it's not so very, close. You know, it, it's not really a deep, deep channel, 
But it's th- that is that the main kind of spot where you needed to be? Yep, I was I was ten feet away from that channel, and all but I needed was this, just though, another inch on. of water. Right. So if if your boat in the one picture where you're taking the selfie. Okay, with the boat in the background, uh-huh. and it's got what appears to be a little teeny creek right behind it. How deep is that water in that little creek right there? From when I jumped out, mm-hmm. it was probably 10, 11 inches deep. Okay. And that's wow. enough to okay. float. Yeah. Now, what, what, how low did it get? If it was 10 or 11 inches, did it even go but, lower so, than that? So let me, let me, exp- let me, let me, uh, all right, so stop you right there, Jeff. So you had a front come through the day before. Mm-hmm. Um, you you had basically a full moon, and you had a hard west wind. So you had very negative tides, extreme. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like like crazy negative tides. So when you get stuck in that, and the tide's still going out, you can add at least an hour, an hour and a half to it. Okay. Yeah. You know, it was supposed, Jeff. It was supposed to be a point too low, and I think it went to a negative 1.5 to 1.7 yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how much it changed yeah. i like i said and i'll go into depth into into detail of everything looked fine and i and i read and i read the tea leaves and i said we need to leave now because this should i should not be seeing that right. item yeah <laughs> and i almost got out right i almost did yeah and um uh, we'll talk about Yep. What we did for the next two hours. <laughs> but we but sure didn't great. sit I mean, around. It's, it's cool pictures, man. Yeah, it I mean, is. It's, uh, it's you know, you like whatever, you know. I mean, we, well, it, it, it is what you it don't is. Ever want to be, you don't ever want to be out there like that, especially when the no are tearing you up. Oof. And it's hotter than blazes. But look, this time of year, uh, okay, Wonderful. let me get stuck for a little while and go fishing and get my feet a little bit muddy. I can live with that. Yeah. Yeah. But, but if it's in the dead heat of summer and the noceums are tearing you up and you don't have enough cold beers mm. uh, or cold water, right. no fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the and the gnats are horrible right now. Oh, oh my gosh. They're, Did you, you got know, bug spray, Leon? Always. Always, always. got no gnats. <laughs> always got no gnats. No no gnats. Yeah. That's that's the absolute. If you're fishing the intercoastal. Yeah. And you don't have no gnats, because uh, for years all we ever used was that. What, what was the the skin so soft? Yeah, yeah. That used to be the only thing, Kevin. I remember you told me, "Yeah, you got to put some skin so soft." Yeah. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and, and and by and the way, come on, out. everybody, you got to moisturize. Yeah. Yes. It, yep. Yeah. I they, thought he was joking, Chris. No, no, that's a that's a old. You know, I mean, I mean that that's my, my grandmother used to put skin so soft on me. Right. You know, I mean, yeah. They still sell that stuff. They oh, do sure. still sell. Yes. But now, they, if you compared, they, but, but by the way, you know, they do totally deny that it works. Of course, they whoever it is, Maybelline or whatever. I don't, I don't know, but yeah. they they're like, no, you can't, you don't buy this for, for, bug off. <laughs> All right. So let me ask you a question. Yeah. If you had, if you had half of your body with skin so soft. Mm-hmm. And then the other half with no nats. What works better? <laughs> well, I, I, I've never even tried the no nats. So challenge I, I, accepted. Yeah, exactly. Leon, you got to slather yourself with skin so soft on one side, uh-huh. 
put a strip of tape right down the middle, and then put your no nats on the other. Stand out on the flats naked, and I'd let's see how you get know. bit. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Well, yesterday would have been the day to check that out because there was no win yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> well, no I, doubt about that. I, I'll, I'll tell you, Jeff, I had some, um, some folks come out, and, and we're going to do some landscaping in the yard. Mm-hmm. And we're standing outside, carrying eye on them, and the gnats were so flipping bad. I mean, oh my god! You know, a warm day, it, and Leon and I talked about this on the forecast show on, on Thursday evening. A warm day in January and February is the worst. Oh, it's just the worst. They you know, come out hungry. Yeah, you you think mm-hmm. you think summertime, but it's not. It's it's this time of year. You know, you you beg for wind. Mm-hmm. You know, beg for cold. You beg yep. for cold. Exactly. Yeah. Keep them down. I, I, Keep I, them. I'd rather be a little chilly with no gnats than, oh, when they get like so that. I was looking, when I was looking at the pictures, I could see some uh, familiar spots. You're checking out my right. fishing spots, weren't you? You're darn right, Leon. <laughs> oh, mighty. So well, I good thing I pulled were, away from my fishing yeah, spot before he, I got stuck. He was looking for the footprints. Yeah. And by the so, way, uh, Harold, Harold sent this to me, Jeff. Uh, Avon. Avon makes skin so soft. That's right. Yep. That's right. Avon skin so soft. See, so you Leon, know what they would do if they were smart? Go ahead. They would take the exact same ingredients yes. that they have right yeah. now, put it in a different bottle, market it as an outdoors thing, yep. and sell a million. Put it in a spray bottle. Put it in a camouflage yep. bottle. Exactly. And it's and done. I, done. I, I totally agree with you. Yeah. You want to boost your revenue? Can do we that. do that? Can, can we buy Avon Skin So Soft? Yeah, buy it in bulk. Put yeah. it in a different <laughs> bottle. I'm sure. And sell it for more call, because I guarantee you. Call the bug it the, spray the sells outdoors for a lot more show bug spray. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. Nobody would ever catch on. No, they would not. We would. So, yeah. Leon, I, I, so I got to <laughs> ask this question now, and sure. I was just getting ready to get to it. Okay. Were you the creek south of where me and Dylan were? <laughs> I would have no clue. Uh, uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. That's a yes. Thank you. <laughs> all I needed to know. I mean, that depends. It, it creeks south from where you started or from where you ended. So, I mean, uh-huh. to be as vague as I can be. I know where you are. <laughs> I know where you are. I saw, I saw this one picture. You know, you got to be careful with Just your pictures. Just picking it apart. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You got to be got to be careful with pictures. I mean, nowadays, I mean, shoot, people don't. Uh, I always make sure I take a picture of the where it, it, it has absolutely no giveaway in the background nowadays because i mean seriously man people we have people don't have we, I, we I love the pictures that, that, that people send with this giant red with like new york city in the background yes i, I, I don't or like the moon I, I, yeah or the moon <laughs> yes <laughs> you know I, I think that that's funny you know well they're they're, they're not wanting and by the way by the way jeff i i'm as guilty as anyone you know i mean because I, my my entire career, you know, I I, I came in when the, when the cell phones just came out. You know what I'm saying? So so it used to be disposable cameras, mm-hmm. but when they started taking pictures with cell phones and stuff, I never paid attention to. Hell, I didn't think people were going to steal spots, you know. But oh my gosh, when they started posting that stuff on the internet, yeah, and and and. And people started figuring out where you were. A lot of things got exposed. Done. Real and, quick. And, I, and that, well, the other thing, too, is there was actually a feature on the on your cell phone, and you had to turn it off. Disable that GPS. Had, That's exactly right. Right. To yep. the picture. And I didn't know that for a Me neither. Time. And somebody finally told me. I was like, oh, my God, are you kidding me? No. Yeah. That they're attaching 
GPS coordinates to right. a picture? Yep. Jeez, unbelievable. <laughs> I was fishing with a guy one day, and he was by himself, and he was a doctor. Nice guy. We were offshore, catching fish, having a great day, and I had my GPS on it, and, and, and I just happened to turn around, and he's taking pictures. I mean, like, 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 not, not hiding it or anything. He's taking. The hell are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, Doc. Uh, the hell are you and, doing, Doc? And, 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 yeah, and and um, he's like, I, 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 I want these these GPS numbers. I bet you do. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, you can't, <laughs> you can't do that. That's that's what you're paying for, you yeah, schmuck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, bro, you can't. It, it was so funny. He was just really nonchalant, nice like, 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 no why, big why, deal. Why can't I? You know, because because these are my numbers. Yeah, Jay. I put in my 15 years here on this water right here. Kevin, I think I think you could say jackass on the radio. Okay, that's perfectly yeah. legal. You could say that all day long. Uh, I mean, I was, I, you know, I, I've, I've never, I've, Jeff, I've never caught anybody trying to steal my numbers. You know what I mean? Like, number like trying poacher. to steal, Yeah, number, but, but I mean, he was Dude, just. Dude, that's serious. He was just, he was just like, oh, this is a good spot. I need to take this picture. I need to come back here. <laughs> Excuse me? Yeah, you can come back here with me. Oh, funny. Yeah, but, but Jeff, we can't get away with that when we're inshore fishing. Oh, no. Because no, 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 landmarks, I mean, when you take yeah, somebody when you take somebody fishing, let me, let me ask you this, Leon. Yeah. Have you ever fished inshore with someone, had a really good day, and gone back to your spot the next day knowing you're going to, this is, this is it, and they're there? No, I've not had it the next day. I have. But I have seen them I have. Uh, the next weekend yep, yep. And, and, very close. And, and, you, and, and, and you know where it was, That's Jeff? Chilly. You know where it was? So I, and, and this is a long run. So from Was it me? Nope. <laughs> nope. 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 So, so, so from Verlano Ramp, I took this guy fishing, and he was by himself, young, young guy, and I ran all the way to number eight. Oof. Okay, because I, I want you know where I'm talking about, Jeff. The, the pitcher's mouth. You know, yeah, and, 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 I know the pitcher's mouth. So give people an idea how yep. far of a run it is from Oof. Delano to number eight. A lot of people. That's it's almost a Palm Valley Bridge. That's a half hour run. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's a. Uh, that's what seventeen miles. Every bit of it. Yeah, it's a poke. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, poke. It's, it's. But it's a beautiful ride. Sure it is, dude. That whole that whole ride is is amazing. So anyway, had a charter the next day. And I'm, you know what? I had such a great day at number eight. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna run back down there and run back there and turn around uh, up at number eight. And there's a boat anchored on the uh, spot on, uh, like a little stump knocker, a guy and his wife. And and I'm like, you gotta be kidding me, man! How no, did this nobody. happen? Yeah. And I and I roll up there and it's him. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, 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 kind of the nonchalant thing also. Hey, I just wanted to bring my wife out here and, and, and catch all these fish like you showed me yesterday. And I'm like, dude, you got to leave. He's like, what? Yeah. I said, bro, you, you, you can't come fish my spot the next day. He's called yeah, pot licking. Like, <laughs> <I mean, laughs> he did. He that left. Is, he pot licked you. Yeah. It's an etiquette. Oh, yes, exactly. You know, I mean, I was, I, 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 when, when, I, when I pulled up there, I'm like, you gotta be kidding me, right? I mean, I, I can see you. Pull, you come around the corner, you see the boat. You go, you gotta be kidding me. Yeah. And as you get closer, yeah. you go, you got to be kidding <laughs> yes. me. Mm. Yes, yes, absolutely. Oh hell no! <laughs> oh goodness gracious! You so, probably handled it better than I would have. I yeah yeah I did. I was I was I was very <laughs> you know, 
but I, I was adamant about you got to leave. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Because first off, that's not a that spot's not big enough for two boats, right? No, not you, even you, close. Yeah, yeah, you know. So did he realize that he broke the code? I think he did. I I, I think when he saw me come around the corner, he's like, "Oh crap!" Yeah, yeah, you know. But and, and, and what's so funny is and and, and and I would never do that. I mean, I I would you know I, I mean I have fished seriously, Jeff. I have fished with Leon. And Kirk, um, and Scott Shank, and 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 they have their spots. Yep, you know what I'm saying. Yes, and I I'm not if I if if Leon turned the corner and he saw me fishing his spot, he would be cordial, but of it course. would it would not make him happy. I'd be like, "What are you doing up here? <laughs> yeah, right. What are you doing?" Yeah, yeah. And, and by the way, I always I, I, Ja, I, 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 yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I, I always have to remind Leon, Jeff. Okay. I fished the valley way oh, before him. Oh, shoot, yes, you did. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, it's all it's all good. All right, let's take a break here right. on, on the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show, brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. If you want to give us a call, 641-1010. Be right back. Yeah, just let it marinate a little. Oh yeah! Great job. Great Marine Construction. Song I know. Nevis Loop. If you yep. need any dock work, bulkhead, anything like that, go talk to my buddy Cody, our buddy Cody, and uh, it just just go to the website. It's it's unbelievable. C and H and uh, the the docks and stuff that they build are amazing. Amazing. Did you see the picture, Jeff? Which picture? <laughs> look I at guess your, you didn't see Look it. at your phone. Yeah, you picked the wrong week to be out of the studio, bro. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-huh. Hold on. Yep, yep. You oh, got, man. You, you, oh. This it's, is going to hurt you, Jeff. Yeah, this oh. is pig for breakfast. Uh-huh. That's right. <laughs> oh, you do? No. <laughs> yeah, right? Uh-huh. Right? When, when Leon's here and you're here... Mm-hmm. Yeah, we get like mm, a a, r- a random bag. The of wings are stuff. so good. <laughs> mm-hmm. How about that? This is so good. This is so good. This is so good because I knew that <laughs> that looks good. I knew that coming in. Mm-hmm. Okay, right, what's the rule, Kevin? Guess That's rules. right. Guest rules, man. Got to bring the grub. That's, That's right. right. Low man on the pole's got to bring the mm. bring the grub. Mm. I, I'm coming back from the valley last night, and I'm like. All right, what am I going to do? Oh, oh that's a great idea. Oh, Bar- yeah. Bar- this, that's the best idea you've had in a long time. <laughs> yeah. A long time. Yeah, I, hey, here's the, here's the deal. I'll bet uh, that his guest on, on his boat last week when they got stuck wish they had wish beer, they had beer and beer. Beer. Yeah. I, No, I bet they just wish they'd had this caliber of a decision. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Instead of, yeah, I think we'll go over that tall grass. Let's hang out there. Yeah. Oh goodness gracious! Mm. That's pretty stout now, Leon. That's that, that's uh. That that's might be a changer. record. That might be. Hey, you might get a, you might get an invite back. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> when, yeah, yeah. So so I, I thought it was funny. I was thinking about this this morning on, on on the ride here, Jeff. It's like for for the three of us, you, you and I and Kirk, right? Hey, it's uh opening weekend of deer season. I'm gonna take Saturday off if you don't mind, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Go ahead. You know what we got you covered. Hey, it's rut. <laughs> you you take off this week, and I'll take off this week, and then and then last weekend, 
Kirk's like, I'm out. It's the last weekend of hunting season. Yeah. <laughs> you know? well, we're yeah gotta go. go ahead. You know? Kirk yeah. Kirk told us. And then so I, I was planning on being in studio today. Yeah, I know. Okay? Because I was also planning on calling a football game. Oh, don't even start. Hey, but, I was going to uh, bring you a beef rib. Yeah. Yeah, and that didn't happen, and uh, no need to go any more into detail on any of that. But so since that didn't happen, I had the opportunity to come up to Georgia uh-huh. and spend a little time with uh, my boys that I don't get to see very often. Uh, one of my best friends that, uh, that I grew up with, Ed. You know, Ed's there? Him. Yeah, Ed, 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 Ed. He actually had to leave this morning at okay. like 5. Oh, goodness. He had a flight going back to my, uh, to West Bygod, Virginia, out of Savannah. So he had to roll out. Scotty's here, and uh, Gerald just came back yesterday from Jacksonville, and Dylan's up here. He's kind of doing some of the camp things, you know. So, uh, so I called you on my way back. What are you What are you building? He's building nothing. He's working in the kitchen. Oh, okay, yeah. What do you mean working in the kitchen? Building his breakfast. Yeah, he's building your breakfast. Yeah, I'm making a breakfast. Okay, all right. Told you. Yeah. And so yeah. Uh, so I called Kevin. I was like, hey, you know, I've got an opportunity. <laughs> you know, you mind if I uh, do it from Opal because I can at least hunt the afternoon and it'll save me a drive back three hours, go. six hours round yeah. trip. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And with technology, so that's the greatest invention maybe since uh, with COVID is this Opal thing where we can do the show via – this so 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 explain to me because I'm not familiar with. I'm not Opal. familiar with that. Okay, it, do you have the headsets on? I have my earbuds in. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You have your earbuds in. Okay, and it's hooked up to your, in, to your computer. And I have I have my iPad and I have this app downloaded. It's called Opal. O C A L, and it's it's powered by Comrex. And Chris, correct me if I'm wrong, but Comrex mm-hmm. is the kind of the board. That's that that's is, what we have, Jeff. Yeah, so yeah, a, yeah. Comrex yeah. makes remote broadcast equipment. Right. Oh wow! Yeah, all all kinds of different exactly. And, and I know, this is yeah. this is a really stupid question. Is it single, Jeff? As in, it only you can hook hook up to correct. Okay. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. And since I mean, now that we have Starlink up here, which is a big advancement in technology, now you have the speed to be able to Wi-Fi do before. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Before. Before we had a rural internet service, and it was through HughesNet, and it was absolutely terrible. <laughs> right. And now, didn't you didn't you have to drive somewhere? Oh, oh yeah, 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 you, yeah, yeah. You yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. You used to have to like 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 out of your truck. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's what I remember. Yeah. <laughs> and I was and I was on Opal for that, but I was on Opal via a, a cellular signal. Correct. Right? Oh. Okay. So yeah. I was using so. Opal is an app, and so use the app, and so you can get through the app either cellular service or with internet. And I'm I'm on internet now, which right. now I can. Oh, it's it sounds know. completely different. By yeah, the way. for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. oh, it's it's big time difference. Yep. So, yeah, it's it's so like I, you're here without the smell. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. That's a good thing, though. Yeah, it is. <laughs> you but, have no but the idea thing about about this is which is great. Before I had it on my phone the Opal app on my phone. And, but every time I got a call or if I wanted to go and text somebody or check something, then all of a sudden I would drop the signal right. off of Opal for a minute. Well, now that I have it on the iPad, it's, it's seamless. There you go. That's cool. Do you remember yeah, so I, if, I, if I wanted to be, I could actually be 
in a deer stand that's not very far from here because I have I have uh, this uh, internet service mesh system. Mm-hmm. You know, so I've got. This I, Wi-Fi I really signal. kind of expected that this morning. Of me being in a deer yeah. stand. Yeah, I could. I actually could be on in one of the deer yeah. stands with a, with a Wi-Fi signal. Yeah, I, I, there's, 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 a, there's one stand that 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 uh, we have that I could do the same thing. <laughs> yeah, nice. Yeah, That's yeah, and nice. I'm hoping the deer move more after the show because they have been. It's been rough, man. They have not. They have not uh, been moving much. Line one, Chris. Huh? Really? Yep. Um, just the opposite on my property. Yeah, it's I mean. Weird. I, I, um, you know, I haven't, I was, I, I went up on, on Saturday and I didn't hunt much. Um, it was, it was the, uh, um, the last weekend that, that I was going to be with all the guys, you know, cause I, obviously I'm not up there this weekend and, um, I, I, I needed to kill one more doe, you know? So I went back to one of my spots actually where, where I killed a doe earlier in the year and, um. I have it. I, I, it's 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 a um, it's a climber, Jeff. It's a gunslinger, right? And I I really haven't hunted it at, at all since since the end of rut, you know. <clears throat> but I went and uh, I I I took a, a five gallon bucket of corn and spread it out and just and I put one of my cell cameras on it. And 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 then the the next afternoon at four forty five there were eight deer. Ooh. Eight. I'm like, oh my word! And and this is 4:45, Jeff. You know, I mean, it, it doesn't get dark now till six. And uh, obviously, I went in there the the next evening. I I got in at 4:30. At 4:50, here <laughs> they all came, and I picked out the biggest one and whack, yeah, and 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 had her back and clean before dark. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Isn't that awesome. Yeah. Yeah, but they, I mean, they just. They seem so damn hungry, bro. I mean, there's not there's not a whole lot in the woods for them to eat right now. So they were head down the whole time. Oh, they weren't um, looking and, around. And and, and 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 on my on my cell camera, Jeff, you could see them standing up on their hind legs, fighting each mm-hmm. other. You Clapping know, and all that running yeah, around. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, all right, we have a special guest, old Mister Buck Killer himself, Mullethead, this morning. <laughs> hey, bl- blonde hog finds an acorn oh, every now and then. Oh man! So, <laughs> congratulations, Mullethead Jeff. Thanks, thanks, man. Jeff, I, I, I got to tell you the story. All right. Uh-oh. Oh, there's a story. Oh my gosh! Do you, I, I yep. just, I just got to ask you, Jeff, because our memories are are not the best these days. When mm-hmm. we were doing the show last week, you remember the the, the story that I told you about Paul killing a doe and, and, and him not remembering which way it went. Oh no. Do you, do you remember the story, Jeff? Yeah. I remember okay. The story. He, he, he called in the dogs literally and he, and, and he led them to the right. And the dog owner's like, the dogs are saying it went to the left. And Paul's like, no, it went to the right. Well, anyway, they go to the left and the deer's dead there at 12 yards. 12 yards. <laughs> 12 yards. Okay, so it, it, so it was tw- it was 20. Oh, well, whatever. It went left and you went right. Okay. So so Jeff, yeah, honest to goodness. Paul shoots on Saturday evening. And I'm excited, right? Cuz I li- li- literally I'm in my PJs, bro. I'm 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 
and I go in and I change my clothes and and uh, I'm I'm going deer tracking. I'm going right, to go sure. track a buck, man. I'm I'm excited. Uh, Roger's there, so so mm-hmm. the three of us go to this food plot, Jeff, mm. and Paul says. And by the way, he had an excuse with the doe because there was other deer in the food plot. All right, this right. was the only deer in the food plot. Mm. And, and 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 he said, "All right." He said, "I, I the, the deer was standing here, and it went in these woods, Jeff. We have recovered so many deer out of this food plot over the years that you kind of know places that they go. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know the trails. And so I, I, we found no blood, nothing. I, I went in the woods and I knew the trails, and it's, I mean, more hands and knees, and and for forty five minutes, Paul. I mean, yeah, yeah, about that. We got nothing, bro." We got, we, we, and, and I'm like, Paul, I mean, I come out of the woods, they're still in the food plot. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm like, Paul, I think you missed, bro. You know, and Paul keeps looking and look, and he's like, I, I got blood. I'm like, no. I'm like, what? And it's in the, it's in, in the middle of the food plot, and it is a speck, bro. And I, when I tell you it's a, it's a speck. It's like like pen, and and then I get down. I literally hands and knees. How the hell do you see that? Right, right. And, and I find like four or five. Pieces. Well, I have a well, I have a very to answer that question. Mm. I've got a very good flashlight. And I know what Kevin and Roger are getting for Christmas next. He, year. he he does. He has like like burn your eyes out flashlight. So Jeff, I hands and knees. I find hair, right? And mm. we're like, okay, all right. So. We found blood, right? We found hair, so obviously that's the shot. So now we're going back to to it would be to the south where he said the deer went. Right. We, okay. we, 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 now, 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 right. I can tell you right now, after experiencing this with my wife uh-huh. and with my father-in-law, ignore everything they tell you. Okay. Well, <laughs> there's only one deer, right? So so we find nothing. Well, I I do a circle around. And I find another speck of blood going the opposite way. And I mean completely the opposite way. We're like, Paul. So we find we find another speck and 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 it's not much blood, Jeff. There's it it scared me to death because it wasn't um anyway, I told Roger, long story short, I said, just I said, you see the trail, right? Going through the woods. You can see and 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 Roger walked, I don't know. 15 yards in front of us, and, and there's his buck laying there dead. God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, so which way did he go, Paul? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that, yep. Um, yep. Um, I'll, I'll take it. Yeah. Hey, I'll, ta- now, I'll take it. Yes. <laughs> the deer didn't double back. He just. No, 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 no. He made a great shot. But but the, oh, here's the other thing, Jeff, is that the only blood that we found was coming from his nose. There was no. You know, it really? wasn't it wasn't coming from from his body. Yeah, and, and uh, yeah. what was the shot, distance right? of the shot? What's that? Dis- distance doesn't. Here, here's the one right. thing: distance doesn't matter that much, really, with a shot. Right. My question to you is: is what are you shooting, Paul? Before, but but before the peanut gallery pops in, let me finish. <laughs> okay. Using two forty three. Okay. It, 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 it is a 6.5, but it's not a Creedmoor. It's a, it's a 6.5 Mauser. <laughs> so? So, well, you know, you know, everybody's, oh, Creedmoor, da 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 No, it's a, it's a, it's a 6.5 Mauser. It's a long action. It, it, it packs a little more punch. It's with, just fine. Shooting, 
That route is just fine. Yeah. And, and, what, uh, and what bullet are you shooting? I'm shooting a 140 Winchester Super X soft point. Wow. Yeah. That's that is surprising. a long range caliber yeah. rifle right there. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's um, the, the, that, that, that round right there will punch a pretty good size hole in the deer. What, so what did the exit wound look like? Did you not have one? No, uh, no, no, there was an exit wound. Oh, there it was, was a, um, yeah, yeah. When, when we got, when we got hung up with the processor, yeah. Exit wound was the size of a silver dollar. Yeah. Um, that's, d- that's double lung. Surprising. You know, d- double lung shot. It, it, well, it was, uh, it was, it was surprising, Jeff. If you would have seen the blood trail, you would have been yeah. like, wow. I mean, I, I, I'm telling you specs, <laughs> um, yeah. you mm-hmm. know, and, uh, but we found him and man, it was a good buck. That was that's a, that was a great eight great point. Deer. Yeah, just yeah, the, a great the picture deer. is up on our Facebook page, yeah. and if people want to check it out, it was posted two days ago. And great deer. Did you guys have this deer on camera? So yes, yeah, so, so, yeah. We yeah. we've 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 really had nice deer. We, yeah we've had that deer on camera, and 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 it's so funny. Um, we have this genetic trait, Jeff, of one brow time. I don't know why, but we have. Yeah. Well, Go ahead, well, that, Kevin, that, that, yeah, that one, that one, that one was broken off. Okay. You know, could, could, could definitely see where that one had been, had been broken off. Yeah. But uh, anyway. Yeah. It, it, but it, even with that being said, if you look at the other brow time, this just, we just don't have like, like, you know, bucks with six, seven inch brow tines, Jeff. Yeah. You know, we just don't, I mean, it's, it's, it's weird. You know, they, we get these, you know, mass, you know, and, and they're, they're big bucks, but. We just don't have the trait of of long brow tines. Gotcha. Uh, you know, I mean, or, or anything more than an eight. Well, that you know what the, the okay. So so here's here's the funny thing about that, Jeff. And I know we need to take a break, and we'll we'll continue this conversation. Whenever we had Dave Edwards in uh, the, earlier in the year, and he said the most frustrating thing to him is to find a difference. In all the eights, okay, because an eight point's an eight point. Unless he has a, a, a broken brow tie or something, it's hard mm-hmm. to tell. And and that's what we have. We we ha- we we hunt mature eight points. That's I mean you know every now and then you'll get a freak, you know. But for the most part, and and, and Jeff, if, if it's a nine point, it's like a. A, a a little a nub a nub coming off somewhere. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, but that's what we have, Paul. You're you're right. I mean, when you when you walk in and look at our wall of of nice big shooters, they're all eight points. There's there's a nine point yeah. in there, but that's that's what we have. And you, I mean, Jeff, what, what you killed this year, um, eight points, right? Uh, yeah. One was that real wide freaking yeah. eight point, and then the other one was a nine. Okay, so. Um, yeah, so I mean, it's every now and again we get some tens. I mean, we, you know, we actually last night, I know we got to take a break, yep. but uh, we went and kind of inventoried some of the deer. And, um, but yeah, and I'm sitting here looking at them right now. But anyway, let's take a yep. break, come back. We got to do a weather, yep. we got to do a tide. We do. And we'll do, <laughs> let's do tides. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let Leon do the tides. <laughs> no, <laughs> let's not. Let's not. Hey, hey real, real quick before you get yes. a break, though. I, I would rather be the wrong way on a on a nice shooter buck than what happened to Leon. Okay, truth. I will t- I will take that all day long. Yeah. All right, Mullethead. <laughs> okay. Thanks, buddy. Congratulations again. <laughs>
All right, we'll be right back with the Nimdick Chevrolet Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Reuter. So I, I, I got a question for you, Leon, because I asked Jeff this uh, uh, a few weeks ago when CSS Fireplaces and Outdoor Living became a sponsor. Mm-hmm. Uh, do, do you know what a pergola is? A who? <laughs> Okay, a, a pergola. <laughs> no, no, you don't. You, you don't. Chris, you want to explain to him? Because we all had to, you know, look up. So basically, you, you've seen my backyard. Sure. My, you know, that's, a, that's, a, that's what they consider a pergola. Yeah, pergola is, it's, 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 it, not, it's like a, it's, it's, it's open. Yeah, it's like a building without a roof. Well, no, it has a roof. Well, yeah, well, it's yeah, got it, like it, cross it, but, members, but, but, kind but, of. But it doesn't have like all yeah. the, the the fireplaces. It's not an outdoors kitchen. No, it's just a, a cover, and, okay. and that's that's what I have. Okay, I never realized that I had a pergola. Yeah, so. uh, Jeff, would you say it's would you say it's like a small building without a roof? It's not a roof. No, it's, it's like def- rafters. It's yeah, it's rafters. rafters. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. It's got the cross members okay. in it, and yeah, it's like a. It's, it's like a square thing, it's, but it's, it's cool. Yeah, it's cool. cool. Zen kind of that you stuff. want to stand underneath when it's raining. No, you right. don't. Stand underneath right. your pergola when it's raining. No, you don't. Un- unless you have exactly. an umbrella. Yeah, oh, exactly. good stuff. Anyway, CSS sounds like a medical fireplace is outdoor living. Yeah, <laughs> I need to inspect my pergola. Weather report. <laughs> What's that? So it's time for a weather report. Hey, we can oh, we yeah. can certainly do that. I mean, we're like way behind on the weather. Of, of course right? we are. Yeah. Okay. Uh, weather port brought to you by Beer to Pig. <laughs> breakfast, baby. Oh, Studio. Best breakfast ever. <laughs> That's right. And uh, a little different today than what we were talking about last week. Because last week we were talking about what was coming. Mm-hmm. And I have a question for you guys. Yep. Let, let, let me, I'll, I'll save the question until after the weather okay. Because I might go on. I'll, 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 I'll get the tides while you're doing that. The best weather, or excuse me, the best barbecue in all of Jacksonville, the Bearded Pig two locations, one at the beach and then also San Marco. Mm-hmm. And uh, Their wings are really what, good, Jeff. Wings are really good, but then also <laughs> the, the, the beef ribs really good too, Jeff. The, the environment at the Bearded Pig, both restaurants have a very unique, and mm-hmm. the atmosphere is awesome. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay? People have never been there. It's kind of a combination of indoor and outdoor, and it's fantastic. So anyway, showers and isolated thunderstorms developing overnight ahead of an approaching cold front will exit the waters south of St. Augustine during the pre-dawn hours of Saturday, which is today. We had that rain yesterday. So what does that mean for us? For today, northwest winds 15 to 20 knots, diminishing to 10 to 15 late in the afternoon, seas 3 to 5 feet. Mm -hmm. Tomorrow on Sunday, north winds 5 to 10 becoming east, northeast during the afternoon, seas around 2 feet. Monday, northeast winds around 10 knots, seas around 2 feet. Tuesday, northwest winds 10 to 15 knots, seas 2 to 3 feet. Showers likely with a slight chance of thunderstorms on Tuesday. That's that's the strong cold front they're talking about, Jeff. Yeah, and then Wednesday, which, uh, by the way, is going to drop some temperatures overnight down in the 20s in certain parts of Georgia. Yep. Uh, Wednesday, northwest winds 15 to 20 knots, diminishing to 10 to 15 in the afternoon. So that's your weather report brought to you each and every week by Beer and Pig. Yeah, and your tides report brought to you by Angie Subs. And uh, did you see uh, where the, he's already putting the bowling team together, Jeff? 
I, I did. Yeah, okay. And yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't know this. Uh, my wife posted a picture of me when I had a pretty good bowling game the yep. other day. And we had a family bowling night yep. last Friday. And I bowled a 180, which is nice. Trust me, it was luck. I'm right. not that good. Mm hmm. Because I might be able to do that once every uh, t five years, maybe. Yep. Uh, but yeah, he Ed Malin of Angie Subs wants to wants us to put together a bowling tournament, and then yes. Angie Subs would have a team. That that we're look, we'll, we'll get it done. It, your your uh, tides for today, yeah, you know, high tide at, at ten o'clock, and it's a like a five point one. So you've got a higher high tide. And then you have a negative tide at four o'clock this afternoon. You know it's going to be uh, like a negative one, negative one point two. So and and then and then Jeff, you throw in a northwest wind on top of that. That is that's perfect for Leon. Oh yes, it is. Oh, right yeah. at dust. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then obviously right, so add, add an hour for tomorrow. So let me go back to my my rant. Remember yeah. last week when we were doing the weather forecast? Hey, by the we way, we're, we're going to bring Captain Chip Wingo in on this conversation, okay? Please do. Yep. Yep. Good morning, Chip. So we, more Chip. Morning, so we 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 knew that there was a a weather front that was going to be coming in. Yes. And we knew that it was going to have some strong winds. Because remember, the forecast was for right. south winds, for uh, like could be gale force, whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When did we start canceling school because of a front coming through? I, you, oh, okay. By the way, yep. I, I um, I can I can give some insight on that. Okay, all right, maybe. go ahead. So uh, I was talking to a friend of mine who is connected with the Clay County Sheriff's Department, and we were talking about that. What you know, what what in the blue blazes is that? So the deal was because the timing of that squall line that was coming through was going to be about the time that kids were going to be leaving school. Right. So you'd have buses on the road, you'd have kids walking, and you'd have uh, people trying to get to school to pick up their kids. And so they knew that that was going to be highly problematic with all the wind and storms and thunder and lightning and stuff like that. So that's why they called it. Okay, so it wasn't just schools. There were businesses Businesses, shut. yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. 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 Now, I mean, the businesses, I think the businesses closed – just because of what the schools did. Okay. Yeah. But but that's why the schools closed. I, I, I'm with you. I've never heard of such a thing. Me neither. Me neither. I, but it makes sense. Cool. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean seriously, it, it, and, and I know you guys watch the weather and, 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 and watch the news. Have you seen the weather for Iowa on Monday during the caucuses? Oh, oh it's so yeah. bad. <laughs> so bad. I, 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 and the Kansas City game yeah, the is going to be City the worst game? in NFL history. That's right. When you think oh about that. Oh, my God. Miami's going to die up there. <laughs> They're yeah. just going to die. Well, it's going to be so cold, Kansas City is going to have trouble, too. I mean, it's yeah. going to be nasty cold. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're, they're going to have a hard time getting to the stadium. Can yep. you imagine kicking a football? No. Oh, they'll, fi they'll find a way to get to the stadium. I know they will. I know <laughs> they will. Yeah. 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 <laughs> what in the world is that? What in the wild world of sports that, was that? Yeah, that's that's Chip's that's Chip's dog. Oh, was that Skeeter? Yeah, that's Skeeter. And Skeeter's like, why aren't you talking, Daddy? Bro, <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk for you. God, <laughs> good morning, Chip. Just, good morning, guys. <laughs> I think you just saw a cow. So, <laughs> God bless right, so just to uh, just to, to finish up on the yes. Kansas City weather yes. thing, yes. Right now in Kansas City, the temperature is three degrees. Oh, yeah, that's awful. Okay, yeah, and at, uh, 
at five at at, at ten a.m. It's going to be five degrees, and there's going to be Balmy. a thirty percent chance of snow. Oh my gosh! The game is tonight at eight o'clock. That's and so nasty. The temperature will be minus two. Yep. Oh my word! And that's with the, no wind. That's with no wind. The wind will be out of the west northwest at seventeen miles oh. per hour. It will oh, feel here like, we go. God, <laughs> it will feel like minus twenty-four. Golly, Jeff, what's the coldest you ever played in? Minus 40 in what? Buffalo. Minus really? 40? Yes. I mean, did you game in the history of the Buffalo Bills. I was on the field with the New York Jets at that time. <laughs> I that can't even chill, imagine. Of course. I mean, that's wind chill, of course. It was, it's okay. It was minus 40. If you search coldest game in Buffalo Bills history at Orchard Park, It'll pop that Jets game up, and it was minus forty. And uh, What's, I'll never right, let, let, let what me, was the score that yeah, game? Yeah, what was the score? That's good. I, I have I have no idea. No idea because the uh, score right, was so, not important that let, day. What, let me let me let me ask you this, and and uh, I'll ask Chip the same question. What's the coldest you've ever hunted in? Oh gosh, not minus forty. I can tell yeah. you that. Yeah. Because if it's minus forty and it's hunting season, I ain't going. <laughs> minus uh, I'm ten staying. degrees. That was that what, was it. What what? So so I hunted in minus twenty six. Bow hunted. That's cold. Why? Yeah. Why would you do and, that and to that, yourself? That, Seriously, and that's a great question. And and um, it's so funny because Kevin Tiebin and I were driving out. And, and and by the way, that was in the afternoon. I didn't hunt that morning because I don't know what it was. It was it was ungodly cold. Why? Because I was there for five days. I'd be afraid my limbs would snap. And, 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 I know. And and and, 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 and uh, honest to goodness, um, like I, I remember trying to unhook my um, my safety safety harness when I got out of my stand. I had to take my gloves off to go down. Oh my gosh! And, and by the time I got down, I couldn't move my fingers. I, I had to put my gloves back on and warm my hands up to be able to take my safety harness off. Oof. That's just awful. <laughs> yeah. All right, so so yeah. I, I guess yeah. I was off. Let me correct myself. Okay. Oh. Okay. The second coldest game in Buffalo, I just did the Google. Okay. GTS. GTS. Yes. Yeah. And December 26, 1993 versus the Jets, nine degrees, wind chill, minus 28. Wow. Still. That's, uh, yeah, my well, brain doesn't work at what's that. What's twelve degrees below? You know, between yeah, friends. Yeah, yeah. Have Their you, coldest game was minus thirty-two, which was the next year. So I was. It was the coldest game up until that point. Wow. Poof. Oh, no that, fun. No fun. No. 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 And and and, and I wore sleeves. Just I'm just going to tell you right there. I wore sleeves. <laughs> oh, you wuss. Oh, yeah, really. That ground must yeah. have felt. Oh, like concrete. It, it, it oh. it's not even ground. That was artificial, wasn't it, Jeff? It was. It was turf, and it oh. felt like playing on concrete. Oh, and sure I made the mistake of in the game. So I come off the field and took my helmet off, set it on the bench, which they were heated benches. So I assumed that the bench would emanate enough heat to make my helmet stay somewhat warm. Yeah. I all of a sudden we had our offense turned the ball over or something sudden change and I go to I grab my helmet and run go to put it on my head and it was like running bricks down the side of my scalp. <laughs> my my helmet, the plastic on the inside with the inflatable, you know, the padding yeah, yeah. was the plastic was frozen. 
But, oh uh, my yeah, gosh, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting. So <laughs> my helmet never, I never took it off the rest of the time. So, so Chip, before we take a break, uh, any yeah. any any comments on on Leon's week? Yeah, I was going to tell you the story about what he uh, he had to help me get out of out. I got stuck in the same place. And uh, then we had, uh, he got stuck after we got me out. We were both in the mud pushing my clients out. And then my client went, we, Leon got stuck, so we had to get him out. So my client just trips down to his underwear and swims over there (laughs) and pushes Leon out. I forgot about that until now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, hey, Jeff, real quick. uh, Remember I told you about my brother buying the Umarek um, air rifles? Yes. Okay, well, he's got a 50 cal and a 30, and he just got the 30 the other day. Well, he harvested a doe two nights ago with the 30 at 72 yards, I think it was. Wow. Um, but there was no blood, none at all, on the 30 cal. It was only shooting, you know, a 30 cal, I think it's a 50 grain, 54 grain um, bullet um, that comes out of it. But it was double lunged, and when they cleaned it, it was it was completely full of blood i mean it was an awesome gun but i said i think you need to shoot the 50 <laughs> yeah a so, little, little more punch but, uh, super impressive but you know it shoots a thousand feet per second i think it has about 100 pounds of energy when it hits with the 30 but uh he was really stoked on that so i was happy for him but gosh you know, crazy an, an, air rifle. an air rifle yeah Shooting yeah, deer. I finally got him to go hunt. He lives up here, and he—I think he hunted three times this year. You know, I'm like, "Come on, man!" <laughs> He's doing do, yeah. do, doing too much work. Chip, thanks, buddy. We got to run. Gotta, guys. Appreciate it. Day. Yep, absolutely. Take care, Chip. And uh, when we come back, we got an LV Hires Inc. Gear Tip of the Week right here on the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show, brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Reader. Now it's time for your LV Hires gear tip of the week. And uh, folks, if if uh, you have you know a big job site and you need fuel all over the southeast, it was funny. Logum and I were, were looking at where LV Hires goes. We thought it was just like around here. No, they go all over the southeast. 259-2314. That's 904-259-2314. And so did you did you take a look at my, my gear tip of the week, Jeff? I did. Okay. And uh, I, I didn't know anything about this kind of stuff. And this is actually really cool, especially for for the kayak community. Yeah. And then also people that, uh, you know, like want to go floating down the it's Tuckney or whatever. Lazy River, you know? baby. Yep, yep, yeah. Yep. And, 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 and kind of the small boat guy, too. You know what I mean? I mean, if, if, yeah. if the guy's got uh, these, it's and what we're talking about is uh, it's, it's, it's a core that floats and it's airtight all right so it's it's completely waterproof mm-hmm. you know so you when you throw it in your boat or your kayak this that and the other uh and 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 i talked to brian collins who is the owner of this company jeff and he he swears that this cooler will hold ice as good as a yeti soft-sided cooler okay okay and it's it's completely waterproof and and by the way you can open it up with one hand it's magnetic yeah, the uh, the company's called, I guess, Dry Pocket. Exactly. Yes. And the the one they have a lot of different products, but the one that we're talking about is a magnetic double lock auto sealing coolers. Mm-hmm. 
and they float. Yeah. So they, the magnetic double lock auto sealing cooler seal air, water, and gas tight with just one touch. Yep. By a magnetic double lock IPXB or IPX8, and I have no idea what that is. <laughs> IPX8 rated airtight closure. Well, here's the deal. Um, Brian sent all that to me yesterday, and I shortened mm. it down for Facebook. <laughs> you know, I was like, man, <laughs> I didn't know what IBX and all that was. So, um, yes. Uh, it, it, and, and by the way, we gave away some of these coolers, Chris, at the oh, at the Christmas yeah. show. Yes, yes, we did. And uh, and and I actually, um, Jeff, I have talked to Brian, and he's going to do us um, like three or four coolers with our logo on it cool so nice. so so you'll have one for your kayak and yeah, um, one for each of us right yep, yep yeah. that's right yep 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 so they have a lifetime warranty how about that i yeah. mean it's, seriously lifetime yeah. warranty yeah that's that is go. pretty cool these these and products are awesome I mean, two places to get it yep you can go to hagen ace hardware yep hagen Great. coastal outfitters and then also drivepocketapparel.com mm-hmm Good stuff. There's that's, your LV Hires Inc. Cool. With, it is cool. It is cool. I, I, I'm, looking, I'm, I'm actually on their site right now. I want to see what other kind of things that they make. So I have a pair of their um, trunks, swim trunks. Okay. And it has a, a dry pocket in it. Oh, so, my God. I'm just looking at that. That's yeah, cool. Yeah. So you can put your phone in this dry pocket. And, and go swimming. And it's, go swimming. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's, yes. it's, it's, it's cool. It's, it's, it's a cool company. I'd yeah. be so paranoid. I would too. Yeah. yeah. And by the way, I've done it I, you know, because I had to. You know, I wanted, but I didn't put my phone in there first. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can't remember. I, I, I put like a piece of cloth, you know, in there just to make sure that it stays dry. Sure, it does. I get it, stay, it. it stays dry. Wow. So, yeah, you can. You and go. They got waterproof pocket fishing shorts, mm-hmm. jackets, and pants. Yep. On top of the cooler, you know, that's cool stuff, man. It is good stuff. It is I'm looking stuff. forward to that. So, uh, yes, did, did we get an ETA on when we're going to get our outdoor show back. Um, I'll, I'll, I will. Look at I'll, you. Yeah, he's he's probably going to he's probably going to text me here in a minute. So, what I'll, color? I'll, what color are we getting? Oh we, my word! No, 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 no. Because <laughs> be, yeah, because um, it's it's like I'm the, not begging. Um, I'm just asking. No, no, no. Because of our logo having the colors, mm-hmm. right? Um, I, I wanted like a tan cooler. Because if yeah, you if perfect. you if, if you look at these coolers with the camo on it, uh-huh. our our logo wouldn't stick out. I wanted a solid color. You so want it to pop? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so our logo. So we're all pop. getting pink. That might be right. Pink, yeah, that, there you go. Yeah, yeah that's that's fine. Yeah, pink with What's wrong with a pink cooler? Oh. <laughs> all right, let's go to the phone lines and. Uh, well, at least I'll know it's Jeff when he's in my fishing spot. Okay, <laughs> when he pulls up <laughs> and talk to Papa G this morning. Good morning, Papa G. Good morning, gentlemen. How are we doing? We're doing good. Wonderful. Man, happy new year. Yes, sir. You yes, too. Sir. Man, I've got a honeydew list that will oh, keep me busier in a while. Let me I, tell you something. I have the same thing, Papa G. And and it, you know what? Um and, and Jeff will back me up on this. During hunting season, when you get to go, you're like, honey, I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it. And now hunting season's over. I'm like, uh Yeah, <laughs> well, well let me tell you all something, man. I'm 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 <laughs> I'm busier than a one-legged man in a butt-kicking contest right now because, (laughs) let me tell you something, we were out there at Ring Power, and now Mama wants one of those pizza ovens, so we're going to go see uh, CSS. (laughs) There you go. go. 
I'll awesome. get her one of those. So yeah, uh, but you can't here. see. You can't lose with that. That's perfectly fine because oh, you're, yeah. you're totally the benefactor of said pizza factory. Yes, I sh- I sure hope so. But I'm going to end up doing all the work. But that's okay. <laughs> yes, that's okay. <laughs> you know. So let me tell you something, man. So when the when the gnats are biting, uh-huh. you and your dogs, take it from Captain Kevin and his good friend Logs. Go get you a bottle of Captain Leon's Motion Potion. It works on people and it works on goats. It even works when Captain Leon makes you jump out of the boat. Y'all have a great day. See ya. Oh, Papa wow, G. look at that. He's coming strong yeah, with that. Oh, wow. I, I think I he wrote that impressed. down. Yes. No, I think he was he was writing stuff and yeah, scratching I, stuff out. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, Jeff, he was on hold for like thirty five minutes. Yep. So, really? Yeah, yeah, oh, it was yeah. worth it. Yeah, he was he was waiting on that. Oh, Absolutely. he was. He totally was. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got Bradley on the line that he wants to talk about deer blood and moon cycles. That sounds like okay. an outdoor show right. topic. Uh-huh. Morning, Bradley. Well, good morning. What's going on, guys? What's up, hey. buddy? Oh, not too much. Just enjoying a, a dreary Saturday morning. Yeah. How about y'all? Y'all doing well? Yes, sir. We're doing good. I know Jeff is. He's up in the deer woods. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, my grandpa used to always tell me I've hunted with him. He just recently passed away on me, but um, he would always say that um, when it was close to a full moon, that the deer didn't bleed as much. And it seemed like, you know, I kind of kept <laughs> kept an eye on it over the years, and it seemed like that's what I was seeing. When <laughs> it, you know, you'd have a low moon, they you'd get a little more blood. Because I, sh- I shoot a two seventy. Uh, like 130 grain bullet and mm-hmm. sometimes i get a pile of blood sometimes i get hardly nothing and shooting them in the same location every time so you know what i'm saying yeah you ever heard of that Jeff? So I, was, I was just yeah. wondering if you guys had ever heard that <laughs> i have never heard that bradley that's that's interesting yeah I, oh, it, look yeah. my grandfather told me a lot of things that, that <laughs> i was like Okay, thanks, Papa. Yeah, you scr- yeah, scratch, scratch your head. And the, the, the biggest problem is uh, a lot of them wind up coming out to be true. But I, I, I mean, I, I don't know if it's a fact, but I mean, yep. it did, just pay attention to it and see what you guys think. Okay. You know, yeah, you know, it's it's the, it's the old one, just like we talked about uh, last week, Jeff. That oh, we need a we need a hard winter to kill these mosquitoes. That ain't gonna do it. That ain't gonna do it. <laughs> yeah, because I I hunt um up in South Georgia as well, mm-hmm. um up Applin County area, and we actually had we have um 320 acres up there, and it's mostly just surrounded by farmland. And they actually came in; they were supposed to uh, fourth row us last year, and they didn't. They clear cut it Ugh. actually the year before, and we were like, "Oh God, mm. this is." And we're seeing tons of deer every year and killing nice deer and everything. And when they clear cut it, the we hunted it last year, and it was the best season that we had ever had. <laughs> I was like, this is crazy. I mean, we were seeing 15 to 20 I deer know. a sit. Yeah, I know. And nice. But that, you know, all of a sudden, you're like, we had all this on the property and didn't know it. <laughs> Yeah, uh, this year we got broom sage about uh six oh. foot tall and ain't seeing nothing. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, yeah, because they're they're all in it. Uh, they can yeah, move unseen. Yeah, I, I know yeah, when I know when they when they clear cut ours. And this is this is years ago. This is it's got to be eight nine years ago, Jeff. And and we all killed bucks. We sat right on the mm-hmm. edge of that clear cut uh, uh, during yep. during rut, and it, it was it was like 
picking off fleas off a dog. I mean, there was so many, so many deer, and you can see them running the does everywhere. You know. Right. Oh yeah. And, and now yeah. it now it's just one big giant bedding area that you can't see. <laughs> They're in there. We were so. I mean, it was they were planted in rows, but I don't know if you guys have ever seen it where. It, there was no like rhyme or reason to it. It was almost looked like they were scatter planted because they would go like for a hundred yards one way, then they would turn and go the other way. And it, but it was so thick in there that you you're just basically hunting a tram road over a food plot. So you're hunting a hundred acre area, and then when it all got clear cut, you're like, man, there's deer everywhere. <laughs> yep. So that's good but stuff. It was, it was nice talking to you guys. You too, Brad. Yes, sir. Like, yep. All right, man. Y'all have a good day. Yep, you be good. That's mm. that's a new one on me, logs. I've never heard that. No, I and no. There's a lot of old timers' tales. Yes, there is, and some have some validity, mm-hmm. and some I don't know if they necessarily do or not. But uh, but I, I can tell you, what is the moon phase right now? It's full, right? It, or, or it's 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 waning. I'll tell you. I think it's new, things. actually. Because I, I have a thing on my watch for it. We are. If we had yeah, Kirk. The waxing because he has, we only got a five percent moon right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, see, if, I was if close. We had Kirk, Kirk. We would have. We would have all the information because he has five apps on his phone <laughs> yep. for the moon. <laughs> yeah. But I shot a hog the other day, boys. You did good. Yeah. 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 wasn't uh, Wasn't expecting to see him. Didn't know they were there. Uh huh. And I'm in the deer stand and. Um, Sitting there, you know, it's like four, four thirty ish. Right. I got on the stand like four, and you know, this time of year, you don't expect to see anything until it starts to get close to yep. to sunset. Yes. Yep. You know. And all of a sudden, I'm sitting there, and I look up, I saw something gray. I'm like, wait a minute, that gray bush wasn't there. Uh-huh. And I look again, and the bush moved, and I was like, that's not a bush. What is that? That's a shoulder. <laughs> and I threw the binoculars up, and it was. Two grayish tan pigs, and I was like, "You dogs!" Uh-huh. So I was like, "I'm gonna wait." It doesn't, wanna- it, doesn't it feel like bonus? You know it's what like I mean? Bonus round, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, because because you know, I, I killed a pig what two or three two or three weeks ago, right? And yeah. and I, I did the same thing. I'm like, "What is that?" You know, and I'm like, "Damn, that's a pig!" All right, I get to shoot. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's kind I'll of what I am too. Yeah. I'm kind of excited that I get to shoot. But yes. Then at the same token, I'm angry because they just they cause so much damage right and so i'm like all right now i need to figure out is there more behind Uh these two so i waited to let them kind of work their way out of the bushes into the field they're about 100 167 yards away Mm -hmm. i've got a range finder you know so 167 176 they move away a little bit and it's very clear that there is no other and I was waiting because one of the pigs was a big sow. Mm-hmm. And her mammary glands were swollen like she had just recently had a litter or right. uh, or or has or was gonna have one. So I'm sitting there, all right. So <clears throat> I said, How can I get both? So oh, that's what I wanted was, to ask you. Uh-huh. Yeah. So were I'm you gonna work for a lineup? So how fast do I need to cycle? Can I get them lined up? And I said, all right, well, if I shoot the big one, the other one probably will pause for a second and will stand around. Uh-huh. So, so I took my time, pow, 
first one hit it for sure. You know, it felt great. And real quick worked the bolt and just about got on the second one. And that thing went to Mach five. <laughs> gone. Uh-huh. I'm like, dad gum it. And what I should have done was I should have shot the first one right behind the ear. That's right. Right. But I, sh- I shot the, in the vitals, which mm-hmm. was probably a mistake. And uh, so anyway, uh, get down. Eddie shot a doe, went over and picked him up. We came back and I said, hey, do you want to go find that pig or should we just not even worry about it? Because, you know, I'm not going to eat it and I'm not going to clean that thing and walk over there. And we ended up blood trailing it. And sure enough, it was, pr- it was probably like about a, I don't know, 90 pounder. Mm-hmm. You know, ninety pound sow. Yeah, that, I mean, the, the one the one I killed was uh, one one ninety five. Oof, one ninety five. Yeah, yep. Yeah, big, I don't big, know. Big. I mean, it was somewhere around ninety. I'm not very good. I ain't at pulling that. Weight. Huh? That's a human. You know? That's yeah. human weight. Yeah, I ain't pulling that through the woods. Yeah, uh, I had to go. Uh, I had to go get the tractor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, let that. I uh, let it stay for the buzzards and the coyotes. Yeah, uh, they yep. can have it. I'm not messing with that. Yeah. So but, so like anyway, so good to get a pig. Yeah, good. Um, let's take a break and, and I want to talk about another picture on, on our Facebook that, and I don't know if Leon has seen this. It was a picture Kirk took and sent to us. And, and I don't think that he realized the picture that he sent to us. Do you, oh, Jeff? Oh, yeah. I know. I know what you're talking about. You know, I, the I picture I, that he sent to us. Yeah. yeah. The, the picture. Oh, we went, I, we went back picture. and forth about it. Yeah. And, 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 picture. I, I, and I don't think he did this on purpose. I think he was just taking a, a, a picture of the food plot right in front of him. Yeah, me too. Yeah, and 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 he was you know making fun of us because he was deer hunting and, and he's right. like I'm waiting on a deer and okay and uh, but when you see the when the the first time all of us saw the picture, we're like holy crap, and uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll talk about it when we come back right here on the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. Hey, if you're in the market for a tractor, like we all are, right? Everybody needs a new tractor. I, mean, I know I do. You know, yeah, yeah. Kubota. Yep. You know, Coastal Equipment Systems. There. I look good in orange. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And uh, by the way, Land Pride Equipment. Uh, they got all the attachments for your new tractor. Um, so you know. I also need attachments. <laughs> you you got to have attachments. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember yeah. looking up. <laughs> Oh, 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 the chainsaw. The, yeah. the loggerman uh, yeah. uh, accident. The logs well, accident. We, we, don't, we don't speak about that. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know that thing that happened, you know, somewhere else not here? No, yeah. I don't know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. That's all, all, all good. Anyways. Anyway. Those so pole saws are really nice. They are really nice. I've been wearing mine out. I'm serious, Jeff. I, I've had more fun. Um, you know. The, the worst part uh, uh, about pole saws, it, it's it's fun when you're cutting stuff down, you know, and you, you're going along and then uh, you got to pick it up. You turn around, you, you, know, you know, cut that much? Yes, I did. You know, I told you my, my New Year's resolution was to, to clean around my dam. And um, I've worked for two days and I got like 25 yards done. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I mean, it is. It's, it's, uh, and, and half of that stuff, Jeff, you know, because that dam, you know, it goes straight down. And, you know, if you, when you cut a, a, a six inch tree, um, you got to pull it out with a tractor. You, you can't, 
Oh, you're, you're, you're not pulling a six-inch diameter tree by yourself. Yeah, yeah, up, up, straight up. Yeah, you know? it's no. not happening. Yeah, yeah. So it 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 takes a while, but but we're getting it done. So anyway, Jeff, we were talking about the picture mm-hmm. that that Kirk sent to us, and he he literally he he sent us a picture because it, we we do this all the time, right? Showing scenes of us hunting or or, or something like that, and he was sitting in in a um, a blind. Uh, and and he was taking a picture of of the lane and the food plot, and his caption was something like, "Now I'm just waiting on you know a doe to show or something like that." Well, in the picture, there's a tornado in the picture, and and, and, and this was right during that front, Jeff, that came through on, um, I guess it would have been a Wednesday or Thursday, right? Thursday, Thursday? Yeah. No, yeah, was it? No, it was it was Wednesday. Yeah, because I came it back. It was Wednesday. Yeah, because I, I came back Thursday. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but the, I, when I looked at the picture, the first thing I saw was a tornado. Did you see the same thing, Jeff? No, I didn't. Because I, Kirk uh, just let people know he's hunting in Fargo. And he sent us a picture from the deer stand, and it's peeking out of like a, I guess it's a ground blind because it's, it's got an yeah, opening that's right. peeking through. Right. And it's a straightaway, and then at the top, you can see the sky just for a limited amount because of the blind itself has uh-huh. the fabric that's covering the part of the entire sky. But what is hanging in the sky, it literally looks like a tornado. And he sends us the picture, yeah. not not thinking that, oh, my gosh, check this out. Yes. It's like a tornado. Right. He just right. sent us a picture to let us know where he was. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And his caption says, nothing like sitting in the rain. Right. Yes, exactly. There you go. Right. So he's sitting in the rain during this yep. front coming through. And yep. by the way, Fargo's not that far from where those tornadoes were that, 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 that came across, you know, like Pensacola. Or, or, and, and that storm's coming this way. You know, so that was the first thing that I thought about. I think, mm-hmm. oh my God, he's sitting, in a, he's sitting in a deer stand with it raining and there's a tornado coming. You know? Right. And and, yeah. and and by the way, if you look at so many of the comments, they th- they're thinking the same thing, you know. Well, I went yeah. on, we posted it on our Facebook page, and if, if people are want to go check it out, it was yesterday, and uh, we we put the post up with the picture and said, "Hey, notice anything about the pic Kirk just right. sent us?" Because we, me, Kevin, and Tara all thought that, oh my gosh, Kirk is in a deer stand and a tornado has popped. <laughs> yes. Oh boy. <laughs> And so when he sent the picture, though, it's sent from an iPhone. It's like a live photo. And you guys know if you hold the picture, yep, yep. it'll actually be like a two, three-second video or whatever. Yep. And so you can tell when you do that that it's just a little thread that's hanging off of the fabric of the ground blind that he's in, which he's staying dry in. But it looks like a tornado in the picture. It, Pretty cool. It does. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it even it, – I even, like, when I, when I blew it up, I was like – it, it, I swear, it looks like it's behind the trees. It does. It, it, it totally it, yes. does. Yep. You know what I mean? It does. Yeah. I mean, it's like, wow, that is, that's crazy. Yeah, but just the, the, the length of the thread in relation to the top of the tree line. Yep. Yeah. And, yeah and, really cool. and, and, and by the way, if, if I'm sitting there looking at that food plot, that thread's got to go, bro. <laughs> you know what right, I mean? Right, right. Yeah, seriously, that would drive me crazy. Trim that sucker up, yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh! But yeah, that was um, that was really interesting. And it, 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 and then to to see the comments, Jeff, um, of of folks, they they 
they're they're looking at the same picture we are. You know, they're they're thinking. I, oh my I was God. wondering, I was wondering why because uh, it's a food plot, but it's not a real big one, right? And why didn't he plant all of the area between him and the food plot? That I, looks like I like that how you're a... critiquing the setup. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, dude. Of course, I mean, Jeff. Would, yeah, yeah. Checking photos I mean, for fishing spots. Now he's critiquing yeah. food plot photos. Yeah, yes. Oh, yeah. yeah you got an opportunity. You got an opportunity of another quarter acre of green matter on the ground. He's like, I give it a three out of five. Right. <laughs> come on. I mean, <laughs> next thing you know, he's going to be cutting line at a food, you know, food at gun. Oh, shoots. we've seen that before. Oh, man. Yeah. He can't be stopped, ladies and gentlemen. No. That's right. No. No. That's absolutely. Right. And so I was talking to uh, Leon about this earlier, Jeff, because Leon knows more about guns than, than I'll ever know or want to know. And you you because turkey season look listen it's uh, i'm i'm thinking turkey season right uh, i'm i'm already um take get, got, i've got my cameras out and stuff but i've got a bunch of turkeys right now which is always typical this time of year i don't know where they go in the springtime but that's neither here nor there uh but you know you see so many articles uh even stuff on on youtube about patterning a shotgun have do you do you have do you pattern your shotgun jeff or turkey seeds? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always, I've always done that. What? So, I mean, what can you change about a shotgun? Just Point the shell? Nothing. Oh no, I no. Mean, oh I, yes, I'm you not can. Looking, okay. I'm not. Well, I'm not looking to change change it so much as I am just trying to gain confidence. Okay. Of knowing that of uh, what the shell so, does. Of yeah. So what I what I will do is, and I've got uh, a. Uh, Shotgun that's just for turkey hunting. It's got the pistol grip. It's got a red dot scope. And so I'll go somewhere and sit on the ground. And I don't want to shoot like leaning on a, a gun bench or anything because the recoil on the 12 gauge <laughs> doesn't feel very good. So I'll put a, a like a bird shot round in it. Okay. And I just shoot paper. And I'll do that a couple times on the paper just to see where the pellets are landing. And then the last shell that I put in is the one that I'm actually turkey hunting with. Okay, what are you shooting? So, I think I'm shooting. I, I got a couple of them. I, I've got one is uh, number sixes. I got another one that's a number fives, and I think most of them are Winchester brand shells for okay. turkeys. All right. So, so because you know, I went to a twenty gauge years ago, um, and and I'm shooting that TSS load that Rick Stinson at Strike Zone turned me onto, and they're number nines. And it's the damnedest thing I've ever seen. I mean, it it, it fifty yards is nothing. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's 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 a crazy load. It's a wall of wall of lead. Well, not lead, but uh, it's a tungsten heavy, I believe. heavy metal. Yeah, and and Jeff, the 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 crazy thing, the reason that I don't um, pattern this shotgun is because that loads about fifteen dollars a shell. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so. But it is, it, and, and, and it's three. It's a three-inch. I mean, and obviously a 20-gauge doesn't have near the recoil of what you're talking about. Right. Not even close. And yeah. that gun, it, it, it's a Mossberg pump mm -hmm. um, with, with, with um, Mossy Oak breakup, which is a great gun. I, I, that's the one I wanted the uh, uh, NWTF banquet. Remember, Jeff? We were sitting at the table. Oh, that, yeah. that, 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 oh, I, yeah. I just happened to be that guy that night. I won three guns. And one, uh, yeah, I did. Uh, it was, but and I've never not won. I've never won another one since then. But that gun 
is is my turkey gun now. Right. And and it has been for ever since I started shooting that TSS load. Um, uh, uh, and and the cool thing about that also, Jeff, is that uh, you know Carrie loves to turkey hunt, and it's such a, it's such a great load for for that twenty gauge, and she's she's not afraid of it. You know, I mean, I and 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 like that, Jeff, she's she's little. You know, I mean, she can't mm-hmm. she can't handle a twelve gauge. You know, I'm you know, uh, 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 and just just reaching the reaching the trigger. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, as a matter of fact. Uh, uh, years ago, I had an, an over and under twenty gauge that she shot. That's, that's hers now. It was was mine, and my dad cut the stock down for, mm-hmm. which was and and uh, kind of customize it. But yeah, it's it's um I've never I've never shot it at a target. That's why I was just asking if if you literally go out and 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 pattern your shotgun. What are you looking for? Well, that's a great question. Great question, Kevin. As a competitive shooter back in the day, like I was, uh, both in skeet and sporting clays. You were asking about, do you pattern shot and how do you like it to shoot? A lot of shooters, uh, especially your trap shooters, are going to shoot either a 60-40 or they're going to shoot a higher a higher uh, point of impact. I personally shoot 100% high. What I mean by that is I have my comb on my shotgun raised up high enough that when I put my head on the stock, I literally am not bending over whatsoever. I'm just resting my cheek on the stock, and I put my bead under the target so I can see it crystal clear. And I know that right when I'm underneath it, I'm going to hit dead on. And I like it's called floating the target. Mm-hmm. A lot of trap shooters do that. They want to be able to see that bird that's going away from them, and they want to put that bead right up its butt, and they pull that trigger. They don't want to cover it up, right? Because they're going to go over the top of it when they're when they're when they're shooting like that, right? And and, and that I think that that's one reason, Jeff, that I've always been a better shot with with a shotgun than than with a rifle, because with a rifle you have to aim, right? You know, and and with the the shotgun, it's 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 a motion. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's not. Um, it, it, it's I've, I've always felt more comfortable with a shotgun than than, than a rifle, and. Jeff, here's the the interesting thing that, that he's talking about the 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 floating aspect. Mm-hmm. The 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 biggest lesson that I ever learned when I when I when I started bow hunting, and this the, hit me so hard that Bill Winky, who is unbelievable archery hunter, he was talking about practicing, and he was talking about letting your pen float. Instead of trying to keep the pin just dead on the target, and and, and by the way, what happens is you tense up, mm-hmm. and 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 I started doing that, and oh my gosh, the the, the groups the, the groups changed drastically of of just letting that pin float, and it's it kind of reminded me of shooting a shotgun. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So absolutely, Kevin. Yeah, I think that's uh that's all cool, but I didn't know. Jeff, what the advantage was of, you know, just patterning a, a shotgun? Do you uh, do you find for different? Tur- for, Go ahead. Well, for turkey hunting, it's it's a matter of confidence. Right, I agree. Yeah, you know, I mean, look, uh, in other words, so the next time when you're out there, you have the it's just like you know when you go fishing, you got a bait. And if you believe in the bait or if you don't believe in the bait, if you believe in the bait, you're going to sit there and you're going to concentrate and you're going to throw it and you got a belief in it. And it's the same thing with, with the shotgun. Mm-hmm. If you've got confidence in it, you know, okay, just hold it on there and he's going to be, he's going to be hammered. And, and also it gives you less of an excuse too. 
If you miss, you're not going to go, man, my gun's off. Oh, yeah, oh, that's always. That, that's, I know it's on. That, 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 that's always the way it is. And, and, and by but the way, still, I, 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 I was so proud of myself this year. I mean, I, I killed four deer. I'm sorry, three deer and a, and a pig with my rifle. Um, some of them were excess of 150 yards, not, not much further, um, and, and, and dropped all of them. Mm-hmm. And didn't 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 really have to go hunt for anything, so that was that 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 was good for me, you know, Jeff. <laughs> well, that's one of the reasons why I I bought a new gun last year mm-hmm. is uh, I've always wanted to have a really nice gun. And Parker spent my money; he talked me into buying this really nice three hundred eight rifle. Say no more. Nice scope on it. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, did you I suppress you, it? Man, uh, no, no, no. But the confidence that I have in that gun is incredible. Yeah. And I think that makes all the difference in the world. And it just, it makes you dial in a little bit better when you have confidence in it, you know, and it makes sure. you take your time yep. a little you, bit more. With it know, being so. legal to hunt with suppressors in Florida, are you interested in suppressing your rifle? I would absolutely love to do that. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. I would love to do that. It's actually threaded for it. Oh, perfect. Yeah. It's, um. Five eighths by twenty four. It's a Tika mm-hmm. three hundred eight, and love the gun. And then got this fancy Coloscope K A H L E S. I guess he did spend your money, that. didn't he? Yeah, he spent my money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, of course, you know it didn't take a whole lot. To right, spend. right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, like, I, I get it. Okay. I get it. And by the way, um, the first gun that I ever bought, ever for myself. You know, besides a hand-me-down or my dad was uh, Parker spent my money. He bought. He, we 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 all bought on shoots. You're not going to go anything. Mm-hmm. Wrong. You're not going to go wrong with Parker. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, You're and, not. And by the way, it's the damnedest 22 you'll ever have. Oh yeah. I mean, it's 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 it's, it's, are it's it's amazing. Absolutely amazing. All right, let's take a quick break here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show, brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter, where we're all here this morning, as in Captain Leon Dana, Captain Kevin Favor, and Jeff Logerman. We'll be right back. Hey, we uh, looks like we got some hard freezes coming uh, northeast Florida, Georgia. If if you have any plumbing issues, uh, Duck Duck Rooter, seriously, because the worst plumbing issues that I've ever had is from a freeze. Eight six two six seven six nine Duck Duck Rooter. And and listen, uh, Jeff. So when you leave your property in Georgia, what do you do to prepare for a hard freeze when you're not there? Obviously. Um, Well, I most of the time try to drain all like all the exterior uh, spigots and everything for hoses or whatever. Yep. I turn the valves off at the main water supply. Okay. And then I open them up so that they drain. Mm-hmm. And uh, especially like anything outside wise, to take them, like if, if there's hoses, take them off of yep. the spigots and then just let everything drain out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I actually shut my water pump off, you know, uh, because, um, and, and, and by the way, that's, that comes from Brother James Schulte. And the reason See, why I was, shut my water off completely, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't, I just turned the valve off. Right. And right. then, then that way yep. the pump's not going to turn on anyway. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And because my pipe froze on at the pump last year and free, yeah, free flow, free flow for a week 
<laughs> yeah, see that's then yeah. and what I do with that is is on in the pump house itself mm-hmm. there's a light. I leave the light on just because even just a little right you know, seventy five watt bulb and will keep that pump house warm. Yep. Warmer than outside. And then I have the tank and the pipes and everything insulated with insulated blankets. Right. We did we, we 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 did call. that too after what happened so i was just curious yeah. you know because and i don't put it on anticipating freeze it's our everything is already there right gotcha right because it is supposed to get i mean you know they started out at the beginning of the week like like in the teens where yeah. where yeah. we're at in georgia they've 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 they've, they've upped it to you Low know 20s. lower 20s but yeah. still i mean that's um that's that's definitely cold and and then a high of 45 the next day so it's gonna it, there's there's a chance of your pipes freezing for sure yeah, even in Jacksonville. On yeah, that, yeah, you're absolutely. The highs only forty nine, and, and overnight lows, you know, thirty six. Yeah, I mean, well, so you, they're going to shut chilly. the city down, bro. Oh my yeah. gosh. <laughs> I. But in Georgia, Kevin, where you're talking about on Tuesday, high fifty one, twenty six overnight. High on Wednesday, forty five, twenty four yep. overnight, and then into next weekend, uh, talking. Highs around 48, 46, overnight lows, 28, 31. So yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be chilly. Yeah, it's going to be, it's, it's, it's been a cold winter. I mean, there, there, no, no question. We've had some, which I've enjoyed. (laughs) Yeah, it's been, it's been nice. I like mild winters. I do. I'm going to say well, I'm just well, a weak you, well you know, you're, you're, you're fishing every day. Yeah. You know, I mean, that makes, uh, Jeff and I are, we're, we're thinking about, about deer hunting now, um, the the one thing that I have heard this week, Jeff, is sheep's head bite has been really good. Oof, I bet. Yeah. Well, I'm ready for them. I, I know fact, you are. Uh, in fact, I know that that one of the things I'm going to be getting after. But also, we got a message on our Facebook page, and Kevin, you need to check it out okay. because this is pretty neat. And that David uh, Piper sent us a cool little picture, and this picture is from, I believe, his son. Okay, and uh, it says on this picture of the kid, uh, kid drew it. Says thank you for everything. Happy birthday, Dad! You are the best. And it's got one heck of a picture, a nice artwork. And we'll have to post this up on our Facebook page. Okay. Great artwork of a sheep's head. Hmm. Oh, well, he he loves the sheep's head fish. Uh, Dave, I mean, really, really yeah, good. Yeah, Dave, it, it, Dave, Dave doesn't live here anymore. Obviously, he still listens to the outdoor show. But um, he and I fish. not here. Yeah, yeah. Dave's not here. He he and I fish some tournaments together. He's a really good fisherman. So, yeah, that's a cool picture right there. Yeah, is that his kid? That his son that did that? I, I'm, I, I, I would imagine. I, I'm I'm trying to find it. So, he'll, yeah, he'll he'll let us know. Very cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I I, I talked to uh, I was talking to to, to Shank Shankopotamus, and uh, he he was you know he's that's he, me. Yeah. Um, he he's working at um, Old City Bait and Tackle now because he's bored, which you know he he doesn't want to sit around the house, which is great. So he can you imagine Jeff if you walked in Old City Bait and Tackle and you're the only customer, uh, you're going to get an earful. Poor you. <laughs> you know. Hey, but, how yeah, you doing? Hey, yeah. Oh, um, hey, buddy. Yeah, but but he said that the reports that he's getting. Um, have uh, have been really good. So, uh, when, whenever we get closer to uh, your 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 one and only tournament that you love to fish, Jeff the the El Chipo, um, you need to talk to, to to Captain Scott about bait. Okay, you know, 
So because you're, you're yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's going to be able to right, to take to, care of to, to, to yeah. Uh, he he won't be able to get the secret bait that that Doctor Fred gets, but. Yeah, yeah. yeah, well, our team, our team, we're looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're looking forward to it. You know, we're we're uh, going to try to do a little bit better than we did last year. And um, you know, the the other thing too that I'm considering at some point is is maybe we need to have a secondary sheep's head tournament because I'd like to be able to do just a kayak sheep's head tournament. Oh, mm. yeah. So, so you, you, you just want to do the kayak thing. No, I'm not, I don't, I'm not going to, I'm not leaving my team. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know. I get it. What I'm just saying is that if somebody came up with, Hey, we're going to do a kayak sheep's head tournament only. Mm-hmm. That's separate from the old cheapo. I would be all over that. All over that. So, um, Obviously, Kogan, you know, did the the, the kayak tournament forever. Mm-hmm. Did uh, I don't remember? Did, did he have a sheep's head category? No. I don't know if I don't think he did. I think, uh, yeah, yeah, I, think, I, I could be. Wrong. I think it was redfish and trout plow. I think it was the 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 the, the triple. Um, yeah, so I, it, I it, and, and just a reminder, um, a, a couple things, Jeff. We're going to be live at the Jack's Boat Show uh, the the last Saturday of January. Mm-hmm. And then while you guys are fishing the El Cheapo, and 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 I didn't realize this when, when I booked it, but I've, I've talked to Guy at Consignment Boat Sales, is that mm-hmm. March the 2nd, which is the El Cheapo, um, traditionally we've always done a live remote at Consignment Boat Sales. Right. But this year we're going to be at the World Golf Village, and we're going to be there with the Fishing Antique Show, and I'm so Ooh, yeah. looking forward to that, and and I, I I talked to guy about that yesterday, Jeff, and and he would rather do um, like a late April, early May, um, us be at consignment boat sales. He says because that's when boat sales are at their best anyway. Okay, so so we're, we'll 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 make up the day that consignment boat sales. Well, I would like that because I would be able to be there. Right, and exactly. And also, one of two things can happen. Uh, actually, two things can happen. After the show, we can go fishing with Kirk. Mm-hmm. And then after we fish with Kirk, then we can go and get a seafood. It's Singleton's. Uh, yeah, lunch slash dinner. <laughs> okay. That, 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 that sounds like I mean, a good, that sounds like That's a good a day. That's a win-win. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, 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 that, at that time of year, um, you know, you're, 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 you're talking about Kobe a ton. And, and, and by the way, after the show, which is 10 o'clock, um, I don't even like to start looking for Kobe until eleven. Yeah, I was about to say mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not getting out before yeah. ten. Yeah, no way. yeah. So that 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 timing may be perfect for that. Yeah, I'd love Absolutely. to do that. Yeah, yeah. That would that would be fun. You know, I there's nothing I like better than than sightcast into a, a Kobe. That's oh. that stuff's mm-hmm. fun. Yes, it is. Yeah, that uh, might be. Yeah, that's top. Uh, Spike fishing for cobia, tarpon fishing in the bait ponds, mm-hmm. sheep's head fishing in the wintertime. I, I mean, I, yeah. And and the, the other one that is what Leon's doing now, which is sight fishing for those reds, you know, those big schools of reds on the edge of the mm-hmm. intercoastal. When you see them pushing and you're like, wait, 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 you know, and it, it's, it's always funny, Jeff, as a charter captain, uh, People can cast, you know, I mean, that like, like 70% of people are, but whenever 
they actually see the fish. Doug they, Wenzel. <laughs> Doug Wenzel's the worst. Okay. <laughs> I have more examples of Doug Wenzel. I love you, Doug. But, uh, and, and Jeff, trying to get somebody to throw a live pogey, and, I, and I, I like to use floats, which most of the time is a Cajun Thunder, which gives you a little weight. Mm-hmm. Okay. On array is the craziest thing you've ever seen. Uh, uh, you talk about buck fever. Mm-hmm. People lose their minds. I mean, they, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes they don't even flip the bail over, right? And, oh the, and, and the pogey and the, and the pogey goes yeah. thirty feet. You're like, <laughs> right. What the hell? Yeah, you know, and 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 you've done this enough, Jeff, to know that you may only get one shot, right? You know, it, it, and, and, that, it, and the rays going down, the then. rays going down. Yep, yep, yep. So it, it's uh, but you're right. I mean, I love uh, th- this time of year throwing to redfish that that you can see, uh, which is which is amazing, but. The the cobia bite uh, and and by the way Jeff we haven't had much of a cobia run you know not in a couple of years no not in a couple no, of years it's been a while you know and 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 I but say it could that be hot it could be hot this year yeah like, oh could yeah be. yeah sure. I mean it, hey look this redfish bite that Leon's been on since October well I'm just saying this fall oh and yeah winter. it's been an amazing fall um, um, yeah I mean this is the best we've seen in a long time Jeff and, all right so my question yep. with the redfish because um Leon you know I got to enjoy that last week mm-hmm. and it was awesome in the kayak back up in a in a creek how late Will that go? How long will that last? Will they to where they're way back up in the creeks? And what's the what's the best tide from a timing standpoint as far as a low tide at X time is the best because that's when they like to get back up in the creeks to get warm. What what's the best tide for that? Are we talking about this time of year? Yeah. Or are we talking well, about year round? Well, he's talking about this no, no, time no, no, of no, year no. and how right long now, how long will this bite last in the creeks? As long as look, water temperature right now is hovering anywhere between fifty-eight and sixty degrees mm-hmm. right now in the creeks. All right, that last hour of that outgoing tide, if you know where to locate a pool, a hole, mm-hmm. they're going to stack in there, right? Flat out stack. Why? Because it's they don't have to go out to the main channel. Mm-hmm. Number two, the bait fish is going to stack right in mm-hmm. there also. Um, they, the the baitfish are not going to go into the real shallow water because they're going to get picked off by all the birds that are that are in those back creeks. Right. Also, it's just you got to but be prepared. Like today in the valley, it calls for a negative point six tide. Mm-hmm. Be prepared <laughs> to set yourself up to fish that hole. You're going to stay in there. And the great thing about that is, at that low part of the tide, you're below the wind line. Right. It can be blowing ten miles an hour, fifteen miles an hour. You're below that wind line. It's dead air in there, mm-hmm. and it just feels yes. fantastic. Especially in a kayak. Yes, you're, oh, you're that low. Especially yeah. in a kayak. And, and, Jeff, I think to answer your, your question about how long will that last, it's all about the temperature. You know, as in, you know, once once it gets hot, they don't, they, they, they won't, obviously some of them will, but not stack up like they're right, right stack now. Stack up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, my, my big question is, is, what, is there a cutoff point to where it gets too cold where they won't be up there? No. Man, no, okay, so no, no, and, and because so, because their favorite place to go when it's extremely cold is on an incoming tide on those those, on mud, those mud flats. flats. Yep. yep, on the mud flats. Yeah, yes, sir. Okay, yep. that's 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 what I was wondering. Right. I was wondering okay, to yep. confirm that because yep. I mean I, that to me that's that's the whole reason you have a kayak. 
Yes. And for people, for people that so, have a kayak. So you don't have these pictures like Leon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somewhat. Yeah. You know, it's it was, just the, it's the piece of it. Right. And a lot of boats can't go where you can no. go in a kayak. No. Yeah, so. No, absolutely not. You know, it, you, you have an advantage. There's no, there's no question. You know, how far it just, and you, and you're all, your two experiences, how far up a Creek, how much water does a redfish need to have, or does he want to have? So I, 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 when, when I had my flats boat and, and I pulled people and I loved it, mm-hmm. I loved to pull people. I mean, and, and Jeff on it, on, I, I would fish the, the low outgoing tide, but then I would jump up on a pulling platform on the, the beginning of that that incoming tide. And I would go back in these creeks and literally, I'm not exaggerating. It looked like a salmon run, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, so it would be four or five inches deep, Jeff, and, and only, you know, as wide as the boat would go into. So mm-hmm. they don't, if they obviously they feel the tide, right? They're not going to be stuck back there on an outgoing tide. But as soon as that tide switches, they're, they're heading back. They're heading back. Yeah, they're 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 going back, especially this time of year, man. They they love that shallow water when it's going up there on those those mud flats. Oh my gosh, I yeah, missed that. Yeah, reason I was asking is because when me and Dylan were out on that uh, Friday, two Fridays ago, or last Friday, whenever it was, and we were way back up in a creek, we kept going, and we st- and still could have kept going, but it started to narrow down pretty good. And uh, I was going, well, how far is too far? I right. just started thinking that to myself and I was like, you know, it's, it's gotten pretty tight, you know, and the, the out drive with the, with the old town has the pedal drive with the propeller yeah. and it doesn't, it, you know, that, that needs about a foot and a half of water, Ooh. you know, but, yeah. but the Creek could narrow down very narrow to where you could probably get, you know, it was probably 15, 10, 10, 12 feet wide. Yeah. And I was like, you know, do, is it worth to try to keep going? Right. And, and, and you know, sometimes I, I, did, I didn't know the answer to that cause I've never gone, that's the farthest I've been back in some creeks now was with that kayak. Is, you know, just because I've never done that, I've always been in a boat. Well, that's why one of the main let's, reasons. Let's, let's, let's hold that thought, and uh, we we got to take a break. And uh, when we come back, we got a ring power tip of the week right here on the Nimdick Buick GMC Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Ritter. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. And right now it's time for your ring power tip of the week. And uh, and Jeff, the the, uh, the state of Florida is giving us a break. What is it? Is this the last weekend? Is that is that what I saw uh, on on our on for our uh, license? A gold? Is it the last weekend? Uh, yeah, it's it's um it, it is the last weekend. So I, I was okay. I was just looking at that and and. I was, I was trying to confirm it with Jeff uh, with, uh, with with what Kirk sent to us. Um, so so yeah. So to get a a, a, a was it a gold membership license, Jeff? Well, it's a gold sportsman's license, and what they're doing is they're doing I think half off of the license cost. Right. Mm. And uh, so lifetime so, sportsman. Here you go. It, from from age zero to four. Three hundred one. Is is is. Two hundred one dollars and fifty cents. Okay. Um, so, so for us old guys, uh, ages thirteen to sixty-four, it's it's basically five hundred bucks. That's a killer deal. Yeah, well, it's for everything, and it's for the rest of your life. 
So yeah, it's 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 fifty percent off, and uh, that is, it's a, it's a, it's a great deal, you know. I, yeah, I was actually looking at that, and I was probably going to do that for Dylan and Taylor. Sure. Just because, I mean, why not? Um, and especially for, for Dylan, because he's really into fishing. Yes. You know, the hunting aspect of it, you know, look, we'll, we'll be doing probably most of the hunting. In Georgia. In Georgia, but that's okay. Mm-hmm, yeah. And, and here's why it's okay with me, is that, look, uh, it, that, that money's going to go into a fund. Right. According to the governor, and then that money will essentially kick off interest every year that will be dedicated for the use of the fish and wildlife area that's it it's not going to go to something else in the state you know what i mean <laughs> yeah I, I, it's I, not going to go to to build parking lots for uh, theater goers or anything so. <laughs> right yeah yeah i get it so i that's it's it's a heck of a deal um and it, it and this is not something that uh, that that's going on for the next few weeks if you want to get it done get it, get it done this weekend so that's that's cool stuff that's your ring power, ring power tip of the week what's that that i will be doing that i can tell you that well because i mean that's a good that's a good deal it, it is it, it is, is a good look, deal and kudos to governor DeSantis for for doing this and but it's not just it's not just for fishing and hunting licenses okay the the governor uh so it's through january 13th what's the date today 13th um today t- today is the 13th yeah yeah okay yep. so the discounts end today so this was part of the great outdoors initiative that governor DeSantis did and it was an executive order so uh, to provide a significant 50 percent discount it wasn't just on hunting wow. fish lights but also the annual state park passes mm-hmm. so the annual state park passes and the fwc gold sportsman hunting and fishing licenses so it's not like you get half off on a five-year license or anything. It's only the gold sportsman right. hunting and fishing licenses and also the state park passes. So if, if you enjoy some of the state parks, today's your last opportunity to get the significant discount. So the, the reason I'm going to ask you this, um, and we'll bring up Willie here in just, just a couple seconds. Whenever you go into Guana, Jeff, mm-hmm. and, and I haven't done it in years and years and years, do they charge you? Yes. They do. There's an yes. entry fee. So, it's, it's it, interest fee. Okay, so, a so dollars. it's it's a couple dollars. That's right. Going even going to the dam. That's right. right. They yes. they 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 charge you right there. Okay. All right. Yeah. So so with this, and it's the honor system. You know. So you, you basically you when you pull up to right. the which used to be a, a manned guardhouse, yep, yeah, little whatever hut. you want to call it. Now you just pull up and right there, there's a drop box and there's envelopes, and so you take the envelope. You put your money in the envelope, you, and then you peel off part of that envelope. You put that piece up on your dash, and then you drop your money in a box. And so if somebody comes there, they pull all of the uh, envelopes out of the box to see who is paid and who is not paid. So if somebody pulls up there and pulls a, tries to pull a fast one and just grab an envelope and stick a piece of paper up on their dash, they can go and they haven't paid, right? and then they can tow them out of there. You know, so it, it's the honor system now. Okay. All right. But if you have this license, you don't have to pay? I don't know about that. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I don't, great question. Yeah. I, I think I think that's a separate deal. I think this is for different state park access, but I could be wrong. Okay. All right. Uh, Willie uh, chiming in, and he's got a license question. Morning, Willie. Hey, good morning. Um. Yeah. So at what age? Do you not have to have a 
um, fishing license, or you're not required to buy. I a think fishing it's sixty five. I think it's sixty five. Also, yeah. As a matter of fact, my, my buddy Roger just asked me the same question. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was sixty four. So you got done. you you got like fifteen years, Willie. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want, Kevin? <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought it was I thought it was sixty four. But sixty five. Okay, I got another year to go. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. Um, but to answer that question, um I called the Ranger Station because I have a state park past the uh um Fort Clinch to fish for an Adena. Mm-hmm. And I called to see, you know, about going into Nassau Sound, which has the same box, you know, the honor system thing. And they told me that when you pull the envelope out and you rip it off right on the card uh permit holder okay that way they know how many permit holders are coming to different parks so i would assume that that would be guana would be the same same way it is okay there's only if you like if you bought one for say like i did fort clinch and it's a yearly pass there's only like two places in the state of Florida you can't use that in their state parks. And I think one of them is like a three-mile bridge or something down Tampa area or mm-hmm. somewhere. And then there's another one. It's a causeway something. I don't know. Gotcha. Yeah, that sounds like south. Tampa also. Yeah. Yeah, I think the two that you can't use it on are down south. So. But all the rest of them, you know. But today, it's I could go and get one for 50% off. Yes, well, I'm taking a trip to Fernadina because uh, that's a deal. Yeah, it, yeah, a- absolutely. Um, and and, and again, it's it's. 50 bucks. It, well, it, it, I don't know. I, I I'm assuming Jeff that the uh, it, the the lifetime sportsman for our age is a thousand dollars. It is a thousand. It's a thousand one fifty. Yeah, and and, and it's yes. it's five hundred bucks yeah, through, through the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. Fifty percent off. So yeah, I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna get my probably I'm gonna do myself. Yep. Get uh, Tara, get Dylan, get Taylor, and uh, and then also uh, well throw I me in there. Yeah, the that's right. So what 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 about Willie? Yeah, brother, if you're I'm making a list. Me in there too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kevin, I can say yeah. that, and I'm gonna throw this idea. Just let let this marinate. I have twice purchased two of those lifetime gold permit um, uh, licenses for friends that have had children mm-hmm. as a wedding, mm-hmm. as a, a baby gift. gift. Yeah. I've given a gift twice wow. to uh, friends of mine that gift. have had babies Yeah, because it's the cheapest one you can buy. Yeah. Absolutely. Zero, zero, zero to four everything. today is, is $201 and 50 cents. Right. Yeah. For, for his life. Yep. I've done that twice. This, yeah. And, and hey, if you move out of state, you still have a, the license. By the right. Way. Correct. Right. 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 Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So let's say you moved to Georgia and you still wanted to come back to Florida and fish. It's still good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The way I understand it. Yeah. That's correct. Willie, thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Hey, was that camo big enough? It was for me. Uh, yeah, I had oh, a, a big old fantastic. picnic table on on the back porch. It's awesome. Thank you. Sweet. Yeah, and Willie, um, by the way, if you want to get rid of all of it, I'll take it and I'll give you some come, some cash money for it. Come get it. Come get it. Yes, sir. All right, buddy. All right. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. All right. Uh, we're going to go. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks, buddy. Bye, yep. bud. Bye. Let's go talk to uh, Sam this morning. He's got a bait question. Morning, Sam. Yeah, hey, guys. Good morning. Leon, what's going on, man? Sam from the old neighborhood. Oh, hey. Oh, dear God. <laughs> 
No, yeah. I'm not going to embarrass you. Don't worry. <laughs> um, you just went far enough no, right got, there. Right. <laughs> no, I've got a question for you guys. So I'm a South Florida guy. I grew up in the Everglades, fishing uh, Lake Okeechobee and all that. And we used to use a lot of uh, the big, like, 12-inch wild shiners, golden shiners. Uh-huh. And I can't find anywhere up here to get them. Is there anywhere to get them up here? Yeah. Man, that's a good question. Um I know it is. That's why I call. You know, because I'm I'm a shiner fisherman, bro. <laughs> but I I catch my own. Um, Where do you, all right, okay. Well, there you go. Where do you catch Matt? <laughs> in my pond. You know, I, I, I'm thinking I got a business here, though, right? I mean, if I, if I'm I, telling you, man. I, I, I mean, we used to pay. Not, not, no, I'm going back 20 years, but we used to pay over a dollar a shiner. Sure. Absolutely, you would. You know, oh, you're gonna pay a lot more uh, than that now. Probably. Yeah, absolutely. I would. No, I know. Were you know, thinking about right? going fishing like, with shiners? I mean, here locally. Well, no. Well, maybe. I mean, I don't. I don't. I haven't fished up here like bass. Like you know, like I said, I'm an Okeechobee guy. I was about to say because um, I know there's a couple of bait shops down towards Rodman Reservoir that sells live shiners. Yeah, that Palatka area. Yes, there's there's. Oh, yes. okay. Well, that's kind of cool. All right, that that makes sense because I was actually going to go to Palatka. And it's Trying to do some bass fishing. So. They they have there's shops down there that sell them. I guarantee. Yeah, it's got to okay. be. And not. Okay. And we're talking the wild shiners, not those silver ones. We're talking about the no, gold not the shiners. ones that die as soon as you put the hook in there. Right. Yeah. Those. I gotta hate those. Oh, man. No. Uh, Sam, the wild Sam, Let me. Uh, there's 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 nothing better than standing on my dock in the springtime with my little cane pole, my little oh, gold dude, hook. I loved it. That's tough. And, mm. and, and, and 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 I catch a shiner right oh. out, and 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 as I'm bringing him in, I catch him with my right hand and i take that little gold hook out and i take that 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 uh what is it? i think kale i use hook. a yeah it's a four hawk kale hook and hook him through the tail and, throw it, and and he's and i use a cajun thunder and so when he's swimming on the top jeff that that shiner's just fighting that cork and then that and it's going and and then oh, when, yeah. he, when he when he gets really excited when he knows he's getting ready to get eaten it's it's whoo there's nothing better I'm telling you. Yeah. Well, they're they're sturdy too. You can cast them a couple times. And oh yeah. Die. Oh yeah. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. So let me ask you this, Sam. Since you like to yep. shiner fish, do you like to hook the shiner through the dorsal or through the nostrils? No, no, the dorsal. The dorsal. And, okay. And I don't know why. There's no there's no rhyme or reason. That's just what I do. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, and I and I do too. There's two things. I I, I find it more exciting. Because whenever he gets when he gets fired up, he comes up to the top. Oh God! Yes, right, and, and it's just it's just a hole in the water when, when just, he gets eaten. Yeah, you know. But, but if you hook mm-hmm. him through the through the nose, they'll have a tendency to dive mm-hmm. and, and and drop down to the bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 I got a question for Sam because yep. uh, you know Tommy Mitchell was the one who taught me how to shiner fish for bass. Okay, and we had a ball. And we used to catch a lot of fish and. And uh, what kind of line do you use, Sam, on your rod when you shine or fish? Well, okay, so it depends. So in Okeechobee, we used to <laughs> we used to take a DC rod mm-hmm. with like thirty pound monofilament uh-huh. and a and a balloon and and lob those shiners in the sawgrass. I believe it. And uh and just muscle the bass out. I mean, and we would catch eight nine pounders, no, like not a big deal. Um, now again, twenty five years ago, I don't know what it's like now, but um, so, yeah, so, so, I mean, so, I mean, Jeff, uh, just to me, uh, no, I want to hear, I want to yeah. hear what Sam said. What, that was 25 years. Yeah. Ago. That's, that's that. Now, yeah. I was going to wonder, did you go to a braid now, Sam? No, I can't stand braid. Oh, okay. 
What? Yeah, I don't know why. I'm 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 an old school guy. The brakes, for some reason, once it, once it knocks up, you can't undo it, and you got to cut every. I don't know. I, I just, <laughs> it's just terrible. I, I'm monofilament all the way. Right, so I know Sam. He would start cutting quickly. Right, I, I, Sam. Yeah. Sam, when yeah, I, I got I got this question. When is the last time you used braid? With Leon. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. Is that when it first came out, Jeff? It was awful. You know, uh, yeah. Well, the reason the reason that I bring that up is yeah. because uh, when we started, when I started fishing with Tommy, we were using I want to say it was spider wire. Yeah, and yeah, that was the like brakes, the first one. I it, think, yeah, it floated. Right. So when you were floating, you know, your shiner, the braid stayed on top of the water, so that any you know, so the the, the line didn't sink and get hung up in a bunch of different areas. So you could always see where your line was and to keep it fairly tight. You know, obviously allowing the shiner to have free range of movement and to swim around and everything, but it kept the line from tangling up on everything that was subsurface. Mm-hmm. And I mean, today, a lot of the braids that we have today, I don't know if they float like that old spider wire does. Mm-hmm. And if I was going to shiner fish today, I would want to have something like that spider wire to where that line floats and then have. You know, if you wanted to put on a fluorocarbon leader, fine. Right. You know, but I would want to have the line that floats that keeps all the all the hangs from happening. Yeah, uh, that's a, it's it, that's a great point. And the other thing, and I know we need to take a break, Sam, but uh, and Leon will concur with me on this. The biggest thing about the braid is when you go to set the hook. There's there's no stretch. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's yeah. I mean, you, yeah, you, you, yeah, it's 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 you against him. You know, mm-hmm. and and I, I and and by the way. Um, the, the, the braid that I use is, is 30 pounds. I mean, I use pretty heavy braid on, on my, my shiner rod. So Sam, thanks, man. Great conversation. Yeah, guys, we'll talk to you soon. Hey, hey by the way, you, Sam. seriously, Sam, if you find a yeah. place in Palatka or whatever that, that has shiners, will you post it on our Facebook page? Yeah, I'll invite you guys all to go fishing. We'll go get drunk and have a good time. Uh, oh, dear. Yeah, jeez. Yeah, twist my arm. All right, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I'll bring the vodka. <laughs> oh, this fishing trip's getting better and better. All right, let's uh, let's take a quick break here on the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. We'll be right back. Oh, go Edward. <laughs> Welcome back to the oh, Nimnik cool. Chevrolet Outdoor Show brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. And Chris, I was I was just sitting here looking at our, our, our list of sponsors. And it was so funny. I, I, I came across Standard Feed and Seed, right? Yeah. And Jeff, I was just, I still have to laugh at the Christmas show. Watching the guy walk out with the orange tree. <laughs> you know, it was like it was a, that was a big tree. That was a ten it, gallon it was, pot, man. It was no joke. It was no joke, and it yeah. was not light either. No, Holy crap! And, and and then right after that, the gave away a fifty pound bag of cow manure. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. and, and they loved it. They loved it. You know, and I was it was it was awesome. And then and then right after that was a six hundred dollar leather bag. From from Atlantic Coast Marine, yeah. I was thinking, My how gosh. do you go from? Uh, That's right. Hey, we a, have a it all, baby. <laughs> yeah. We got it all bag. covered. We did, we did, and uh, thanks. That was that, that was that was a lot of fun, a lot of fun. So, <laughs> all right, uh, Jeff, we need to go back to the phone lines and talk to Rick. He wants to talk license stuff. Good morning, Rick. All right. 
Hey, good morning, guys. Um, a few years ago, you had a, a, a great officer from FWC on, and he was talking about licensing and the app. And I can tell you, if you don't have the app for getting your license, you need to get it. It uh, You can do automatic renewals. You can link family members onto your app. So if you're fishing, you don't need the hard card. You don't need the old paper license like you used to buy at Walmart back in the day. You can do everything online. Huh. Um, I just looked at it, and you can buy the Lifetime Sportsman Gold under a promotion on the app right now. So if it expires today, I mean, it takes five minutes to download it. Uh, you can you can pay an extra five bucks, get the hard card mailed to your house. Yep. Um, it's it's just a phenomenal a phenomenal app for everything. You can buy all your lobster permits, anything you need. And um, I bought the Sportsman Gold for years because veterans, military, National Guard get the Florida Sportsman Gold for like twenty or twenty five dollars, but you had to go to the county to do it. Right now, you can do it and update it on the app. And, okay, uh, cool. So it, it, what is, it what gives is you the access name of the app? to all the states. MyFWC.com. I think MyFWC.com, and you yep. can download it for an Android or a or an Apple phone. So um, okay, yeah, and it gives you the, the the Sportsman Gold gives you access to all the state wildlife management areas, which includes Guana. Uh, the state parks are different. That that's a separate thing, and it's not on this website. But uh, yeah, I mean that that thing is, is everybody's got their phone with them all the time. I mean, I can keep my hard card in my fishing bag, but you know, I got my wife's license with me, and, and it, it just makes it real easy. So huh, that's that's really because it's funny you should say that because I have the app for my Georgia license on my phone. Because whenever, yep, you, whenever you, yeah, whenever you <laughs> harvest the animal, you just go on there and you, you know, you have to, uh, yeah. you, you have to report it, mm-hmm. you know. So it's much easier just go yeah. on your phone. So that's yeah, I, I've never even thought about doing that. But we're I, I, Leon and I are a little different because we have to buy a license each year, no, no matter what, because we have to buy a, a, a boat license, your charter, captain. a charter captain's right. license, yeah. Right. So you know, having having a a a, a, a personal license, I guess. Does does you the, might want to look? Yeah. Maybe they have that option. Yeah, exactly. That's that's true. I doubt it. You know? <laughs> I doubt it. Well, you never know. I mean, yeah. it's, it's amazing how 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 far along they become uh, technology wise, and, and the fact it makes it such it's so convenient to do it that way, and they so, get paid immediately. So, so 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 we wouldn't be able to do it because we we have to t- whenever we renew, we have to take our, our our business license and we have to take our captain's license. Mm-hmm. So I don't think yeah, I but you shoot a picture of it and attach it. To, I bet you can shoot a picture of it and attach it to the technology is amazing. You know? <laughs> okay. All right. You're, you're right. It might save me a trip to the courthouse. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, hey, uh, Kevin, anytime you want to pull my boat, you let me know. I won't charge you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my shoulder hurts thinking about pushing a boat. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Oh boy. All right. I got to go tile shopping. Y'all have a good Oh night. boy. <laughs> have fun. Oh, man. Wow, <laughs> tile shopping. Yeah, yeah, drop that one. Like, like T-I-L-E? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. T-I-L-E. Yes. Hmm. Yeah, I was hoping he was leaning toward tire shopping, which would you know be kind of fun, but I, no. I think he's not doing the shopping. I think he's... He's doing the driving. He's yes, along yes. for the he's ride. Doing... That's the man. That's even worse. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to call him James. James, take me to the tile shop. Right. To the tile store. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hey, what's the weather up there now, Jeff? I mean, because oh, it's, it's like hot and humid here. It's a little windy. Oh, it's going to change. It's a little yeah. windy and it's cool. 
Um, wind is blowing out of the west, uh, northwest. It, actually, this morning, first thing, it was uh, straight out of the west, and now it's moved around to where it's kind of west-northwest. The uh, temperature's probably, I don't know, probably low to mid-40s. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's pretty. You know, it, it's a beautiful morning compared to yesterday. I mean, the high today is supposed to only be like 50. Yeah, nice. I mean, I mean that's fantastic. Yeah. You know, the great thing is this week we got we had a little fishing. Got a little fishing in at the pond. Okay. Me and, and Scotty and Ed and Dylan went down to the pond. And, you know, the crazy thing is, is this time of year, I mean, the water temperature is up here. It's pretty cold. We had all that rain from yes. that front, that, you know, the one that closed the schools. <laughs> Dylan went down there that afternoon after it kind of stopped. Uh-huh. And the water, all the runoff was coming through. You know, got a couple culvert pipes, you yep. know, that, that so you can drive around the pond to where the water comes in from these drains. Sure. And he crushed, crushed the bass all around those culvert pipes where that water was flowing in. Right. It literally congregated the bass on those culvert pipes where that water was blowing through. And they're just sitting there like, literally like a tidal fish waiting for something to get thrown in their face huh. from that culvert pipe. I, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, it's just the opposite on my pond. Um, you know, because I, one of my cool, I love to go down there with, two or three pieces of bread and feed my fish and, and, and enjoy it. I mean, it's just, I know it sounds pretty stupid, but it's something I enjoy, but they won't eat right now. They, they, they'll, they'll kind of come up and look at it, you know, and, and mm-hmm. usually, usually Jeff, they're like piranhas, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You, you throw a piece of bread out there and they're fighting each other over it. And, and, uh, they, they're so dormant right now. Um, that, that I'm, I'm, and, and is your water like gin clear? Jeff, it's pretty clear. Yeah, I mean, my, it, my, well, dirtied up my, a little bit from the rain. Beautiful. I mean, God, but, uh, is beautiful. Yeah, from the rain, it dirtied up a little right. bit, but I mean, now it got a little better. So it was, it was wild. Dylan went down there by himself after that storm and fished it with soft plastics, and he, he had a great day. I think he had like seven or eight. Wow. Like, wow. Yeah, which is a great day. Yeah. And then me and Eddie and Scotty and Dylan all went down there, and so Dylan and I were throwing soft plastics. And Ed and Scotty were throwing uh, spinner baits, mm-hmm. which I mean, that's like the last thing you would think of throwing, right? Because it's cold. Yeah, it's moving too fast, in my opinion. So let me, yeah. so so let me back up just a little bit. Whenever I bass fish, and that's all I did gr- growing up, Ponte Vedra lagoons, sawgrass. I was that's all I did was bass fish. So summertime was the Tom Manworm, the eight inch big Tom Manworm. In the wintertime, it was a rooster tail. Oh yeah, I mean, and 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 that's all they would eat. Which it is was, essentially a spinnerbait. Which essentially is Inline a spinnerbait. Spinner yeah, yeah, that's it's, true. It's, yeah, yeah, and that's that's what I threw in the wintertime and crushed them. I mean, I never caught any big bass in the wintertime. You know, two three pounds at the most. You know, because obviously your 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 big females are, are, are when they're when they're spawning in, in the springtime is when you catch most of them. But you know that was that was my pattern. And so when you said that. Um, yeah, I used to throw that. That rooster tail was money. Well, the other day, the interesting thing, mm-hmm. I would have, I would have bet money mm-hmm. that me and Dylan with the soft plastics, Dylan had one of these uh, trick kind of worm things, you know, and then I had the, uh, oh, I guess it's like a, what do they call that thing? It's, it's not a sluggo, but it's like a bass assassin uh-huh. kind of thing, mm-hmm. and and it was in kind of white pearl. Yep, and so I was like. There's no doubt that me and Eddie or me and Dylan are going to beat Eddie and Scotty because they've got spinner baits. Spinner baits are moving too fast. Mm-hmm. And Eddie had a regular size spinner right. bait on. Scotty had the smaller one. Right. 
and Scotty won, which mm. Scotty doesn't win fishing tournaments, okay? <laughs> right. Scotty, Scotty won because that light spinner bait, they loved it for whatever reason, and it went just a little bit slower than the big one. Right. Mm-hmm. But the quality, like I caught, I think, one, and he was, it was, a, he was a banker, little dinky fish. Right. And then Dylan caught a, a, a banker as well, a little dinky fish. We call them bankers because, you know, when you're trying to manage the pond, the small ones, you throw up on the bank and let the buzzards and the raccoons eat them yep. so that the, big, uh, the remaining bass grow big. So yep. we call them a banker. And, uh, but those guys were catching bass, and they were nice. I mean, like, nice bass. Yeah. We were catching the bankers on the soft plastic. Well, they, they crushed us. It was like, I think me and Dylan had, <clears throat> excuse me, like maybe three – and uh, they had, I think, seven or eight mm-hmm. on on the spinner baits. I'm like, jeez. Mm. Yeah. So the next night you threw a spinner bait. No, no, <laughs> haven't been back yet, but I, but definitely going to try to get some in today. Yeah. And I will take the smaller spinner. Bait yeah, take today. the smaller spinner bait. And 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 the next time, the next time you're online, ordering stuff or whatever, right? Order a couple rooster tails. Biggest bass I ever caught was on a rooster tail. Yeah. I was yeah. fishing for crappie. Exactly. Oh my she... gosh, crappie love them. Oh yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. R- Rooster that tails and uh, what was the other one called? The uh, the maps. 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 Yeah. yeah the maps. Or 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 the. How about the, the devil horse? How about the beetle spin? Oh yeah. Green with a <laughs> green with or the, the white with the red dot. Yeah. I always threw the green with the black stripes. Black stripes. Yep. 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 The, the the beetle spin was amazing. Mm-hmm. The cool thing about the beetle spin, Jeff, and really honestly, the rooster tail too, is they'll they'll catch everything. Oh, I mean, you know, will. like mm-hmm. like you're talking about crappie, brim, bass, brim, warmouth. Yep, yep. The the rooster tail has a little better hook on it than the yep. beetle spin. The beetle spin had that that little wire gold hook. Sometimes yep. if you got the wrong one, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it might not be able to handle. But and that's that's good stuff. But they, I'll tell you right now, Jeff. They, they in my pond, um, you, you, you can't, no you can't get a bite. It's, yeah. it, but it's, it's, it's cold. But in, in the my all time, my all time favorite bait though as a kid, bass uh-huh. fishing. Besides the uh, the plastic worm, uh-huh. you know, and it took me a while to to gain the patience to fish the plastic worm. You know how kids are. You know, yeah, things got to be moving. But the bait that I love to throw that always moved. Give me that little three-inch floating Rapala in in gold with a black back yep, yep. or silver with a black I, back. I, yep, I you're lo- right. Loved that lure. Loved it. I caught more fish as a kid, yep. more bass with that lure than. And the reason why I like the floating one is because if it somehow broke off, I could get it back. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's true story. Yeah, I went. Yeah, I mean, you ain't got no money. No, 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 dude. I had, I had, I had, I had, I had had a couple weedless hooks in my hat, and and a couple worms in my pocket, and that's 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 what I you know. I didn't know anything about leaders or you know. I didn't. No, no. You know what I mean? I I didn't. I just tied it on and went fishing. Use my push buttons. As a matter of fact, you know, I would sit there and watch. The, the the bass pros on TV even at that time, and I was always wondering why they used a weight. You know, I'd never used a weight. Uh, you know that that big old plastic Tom Man worm, it would sink mm. so slow. This is the big paddle tail at the end of it. You know? No, 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 no. It had it had a sleek tail, but 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 my point is is when I threw it, 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 it I would let it sink just you know slowly and and then just just ever so just tip it. 
just so it moved. Ninety yeah, percent of my fish were on that 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 drop, it, it, that drop right yeah. there. You know what I mean? I mean it's you know once once you got away from the bank or from from your spot, you just reeled it in and and threw it back out there. But I never used a weight. The, that little bullet weight, Jeff. You know that you see so many guys use. I, I always. Yeah, you know the one thing, the greatest tip that I ever mm-hmm. got was uh, because you know for for a long time everybody used the bullet weight. Yes. On the front of the worm, and and I use that. But the the taking a a cut piece of nail and inserting it into the plastic worm, so that it when it <clears throat> and you insert it into the middle of the body to oh. where the worm kind of fell flat going down. Huh. It didn't jerk nose first like that's a, a fish. That's a great tip. Oh, you take take the. We, we, you, you we've can, never used that. It's a slug. Oh, yeah, I've never heard that. you say that in in twenty six years. That's that's a oh, great yeah. tip. Take a little piece of nail, and you could buy different thicknesses of nail, and just cut it to different lengths with a pair of you know cutting dykes or whatever. You know, because you're not trying to you're not buying like you know framing nails or anything. Right. You're buying finished nails. And you just add just a little bit. And you can do the same thing, by the way, for like, let's say you're fishing, um, uh, a, uh, uh, what do you call it, gold bait, you know, with the, with the what do they call them things, the little four-inch swimming jerk baits. Right. That, uh, and you can insert the same thing into a, huh. into a saltwater bait, soft plastic, and get the same, kind yeah. of accomplish the same thing. Because a lot of times, like when you fish, some of those soft plastic baits and you're twitching them yeah. and you're not fishing a weight, you know, they keep popping up to the surface. Yep. And, you know, just take a, a little finishing nail and cut it to whatever mm. length you want and insert it into the plastic. And, you know, if it's salt or it's metal, it'll rust, you know, so it's not like it's going to do any harm right. to the environment, you know. But, yeah, mm-hmm. little tip there. I like it. All right, uh, we're going to take a break. and we come back, we're going to redo, uh, obviously, look at the weather, look at the tides, and we've got a Kirby Co. cooking tip right here on the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show, brought to you by Duck Duck Reader. We'll be right back. Get your hairspray and your spandex, baby. <laughs> there goes Leon. Leon's remembering back in the club. Like Cinderella. I, I played Cinderella yesterday on the way home. There you go, <laughs> baby. I did. I oh, love Cinderella. Golly, I don't know, Logs. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show, brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter. And we need to do a Kirby Co. cooking tip of the week. And uh, I, I, I just pulled it up on, on, on Facebook, and I only saw like two lines, and then it says, by Captain Kirk. And I went, uh-oh. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I took a really deep breath. And, uh, but anyway, this, this cooking tip is, um, money, money. Absolutely. Thank you. That's the word I was looking for. It's venison burgers. Um, but it has a half a pound of hickory smoked bacon in the mixture. Yes, please. Yes, please. Uh, yeah. Anything with venison burgers and then, and then bacon. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm in. Yeah. Yeah, we're, uh, so anyway, he's got brown sugar, Worcestershire sauce. All you got to do is go to Outdoor Show Facebook, and you'll see the Kirby Co. Builders, Inc., uh, the uh, cookie tip, which I, I, I've i never, you know, Carrie cooks venison burgers. Obviously, that's what we use, right? Um, but I've, she's never she's never included bacon in it. So this is something that, uh, that, that sounds awesome. I'm, I'm ready for this. 
it gives it a little bit more moisture, right? You know, especially if you have some really lean venison. Uh, but just like everything else, I think seasoning is everything. And sweet onions, and <laughs> I, I'll throw this out there because I love Vidalia onions. Yes. If, you, if when you're making it, you add to me, you add the bacon mm-hmm. diced up real small, mm-hmm. but then you also need to add sauteed onions that are diced i'm not talking about raw onions right diced onions because when you cook them in a pan and put the liquid in and then if you wanted to you can do the uh, the miss jules trick where you add a little piece of white bread in there right to kind of it helps hold everything together mm-hmm. but yeah that's that's like okay burger uh, heaven so, right so we're gonna bring on the uh, the chef himself uh calls in at 9 48 uh captain kirk well, better late than never, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know. So you shot nothing. I, I haven't shot anything. Uh, Mike Mike harvested a couple of does this morning. Um, they're, de- they're definitely moving. Mm. Saw a few of myself. Uh, Mike saw a pretty decent buck, and um, I saw a small buck and a couple of does. Nice. But no shot. Oh. Nice to see them moving around. Yeah, no kidding. The wind up here is blowing about 20 knots. Is it really? Yeah, sometimes gusting higher. You know, but it's getting jiggy with it for sure. Yeah, but that's the weirdest surprising. thing, it was like summer up here yesterday. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you talk about strange. Yeah. I mean, it went from freezing cold to we had to turn the air conditioner on last night. That the cabin got so oh, hot. No way. Yeah. Oh, I mean, Lord. After dinner, we're sitting there and I'm looking at Mike and I'm going, I'm, I'm sweating. Hot. I'm going. This is stupid. You know, <laughs> this is January. What, what, what's wrong with us? You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then, and then, when you look at next week, you, oh, you got you know, batten down the hatches, make sure yeah. the pipes are drained. Looks, hey, get yeah. the buck naked long underwear out. Get the buck naked. On. <laughs> hey, yeah. and by the way, I'm serious. If you guys next week, if you don't have those. Heated socks that Captain Corey. I was about to say. Got, got, oh my gosh! What man. a pair of socks! What a pair of socks! You, it's, it is, it is crazy, crazy how Can warm they are. With your, uh, with your, with your boots on. You, oh, you'll you, sweat with boots. Yeah, it, it, and and by the way, I wear very light boots. Uh, Kirk, as a matter wow. of fact, I, I all year I, I wore my um my, my my tough boots. Yeah. And and hunted in some cold weather this week with those socks on. Dude, I'm good. It's it it is the weirdest thing. And the more you move, the hotter they get. Yeah, it's like yeah. Fric- that's friction in it's there. It's like Under Armour. You don't want to be walking around through the woods <laughs> with a bunch of Under Armour on unless you just want to lose five or six pounds. <laughs> well, that's why you wear it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so bad picture. <laughs> yeah, but it uh, it was an interesting hunt. You know, saw a couple flipping as I was walking out. Uh-huh. Um, all the deer, all the deer are feeding in the in the small planted pine trees. Huh. Um, Something growing in there. The river swamp is all the way up to the edge of the pine trees on on the whole piece of property. Wow, it's, Jeff, when, when, whenever whenever you came out of uh, out of Waycross and and you went over the Satilla River, man, mm-hmm. did you did you take a look at that? That thing is yeah. so far out of its banks, man. It's like crazy. Yeah, the uh, a lot of the creek bottom. Here, you know, my place is, I mean, flooded big time. <laughs> I, I, Jeff, Kevin, and, and, you know, Leon, I haven't seen it this wet up here, I don't think, ever. I mean, 
every piece of ground from in front of the cabin, all the roads are like squishy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And once you come off any elevation and start going back towards the river swamp, it's just wet. It's just like puddles. Yeah. And, you know? and, and if you look at the forecast, like, like the long-term forecast with El Nino, they're not talking oh. about that thing breaking up until April. So they're they're calling for a lot of rain here, Kirk, between between now and and April. Which, yeah, I'm with you. My woods are soaked, soaked. You know, it, yeah, you got to be careful around yeah. here. Even oh yeah, walking. I mean, you walk through these clear. I just finished walking. You know, half a mile through a clear cut, and you know, even the roads between right. the pines. You know, you don't know how deep they are. And a couple times, they almost came over the top of my boots. Like, that is a terrible feeling. Yes, it is. God. <laughs> Don't want to do the, you know, bite the dust, you know. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, the, the couple deer that Mike harvested, he just drove by on the four-wheeler, and their their legs were wet all the way past their elbows. Wow. So, oh, wow. So they're waiting through that water. Yeah, they got no place to go. Back in mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess, you know, and there's some pine hills back here. Maybe they're, they're bedding on some of these pine hills. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Crazy. Hey, thank, thanks for calling. Uh, I got right. I got to pay some bills, and it's good talking to you, buddy. Have have fun and All be right. safe. Okay. Good luck this afternoon, Kurt. Yep. Get him, Kurt. Yeah, you too, Jeff. Good luck. All right, see. You. All right, I'll, I'll I'll do a weather update. Uh, brought to you by the Beard Pig. And thank you so much, Leon, Jeff, Ribs, and Chicken I know, Wings. I missed out. <laughs> I missed out. <laughs> Today, uh, Northwest winds fifteen to twenty. And it's gonna it's gonna back off, Leon, for your. For your trip this, after, this afternoon, uh, 10, 10 to 15, late in the afternoon. Uh, tonight, northwest winds 10 to 15. Sunday, north winds at 5 to 10, becoming east-northeast during the afternoon. Seas around 2 feet. I just, if I wanted I to go Wahoo, that. if I wanted to go Wahoo fishing, Jeff, I just, I don't, I don't trust, I don't trust that. It. Me neither. I don't <laughs> just, you know, uh, anytime it's blowing north or northeast, even if 10 knots, man, that's a, uh, Anyway, Monday, northeast at 10 knots. Beautiful. Seas around two feet. Mm-hmm. Tuesday, northwest winds 10 to 15. Going to be beautiful on Tuesday. And then it's just going to get flat ugly. Uh, Tuesday night, northwest uh, 15 to 20. 15 to 20 out of out of the uh, northwest on Wednesday. And, Jeff, that's when that cold, cold front comes through. And, and I'm assuming that uh, schools will be closed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, you know, don't 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 be calling never the county and go. Oh, I heard on the outdoor show the schools are closed on Wednesday. No, they did close last week though. I know. Yeah, they which probably was probably will which was close wild. this week too. Yeah. yeah. What in a wild world? Are we getting sports? that soft? Come on. Oh my! Stop! I explained it. I know, but still, though, like, come on. No, but really? still, no, it's a legit thing, man. You got to take care of the kids. You gotta take care of the kids. Rap All right, let's do it. Do, do it. I uh, believe uh, 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 the children are our future. <laughs> oh gosh, they're soft enough. Stop. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, your your tides report brought to you by Angie Subs, which uh, we didn't know this, but Angie Subs has the greatest bowling team in Jacksonville, and uh, we're gonna bring it. Yeah, bring it. We're gonna we're gonna put that to the test, uh, and they do have the finest subs in Jacksonville. Your high tide today is at ten o'clock, which is coming up here like couple minutes and then four o'clock this afternoon add an hour on to that uh, tomorrow and by the way uh a higher high tide today you got a 5.1 and a lower low tide which looks like leon like a 1.2 and if you have a northwest wind you can add another couple inches to that on that outgoing tide right it, it's 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 going to be pushing out hey jeff 
it hit me while I was doing this. Have we got an update on on the Angies going in at the airport? Uh, no. Okay, because you spend a lot more time at the airport than than us folks. You know. Yeah. Um, I think uh, I think it's like I want to say February. I think. Okay, we'll, we'll yeah, get into spring, but not positive. Okay. My wife, my wife travels, and she's seen activity there. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's that. That, that sounds. Is I, it, I, I is have it no idea when the next time I'm going to fly because all the doors are flying off planes. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's. Uh, I was just. I was just curious. I was doing that when I was doing. I was going. I wonder. You know, because obviously there's you know one of Angie subs and the, his expansion is to the airport, which I. I think it's kind of cool. Oh, absolutely. I'm totally digging it because uh, yeah, you are. The, the previous option was, was just kind of okay. Uh-huh. But if it has the same quality as Angie's at Beach, uh, I'm all over that. Yeah. In a big way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's your plans? Or I mean, are you going to – are you going to chill and 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 watch football this afternoon? Or you, I'm going to, I'm going to, yeah, yeah, I'm going to watch a little football, but I'm going to slip out to a stand at last okay. light. You yeah, know? nice. Yeah, yeah. And I, we we have I've kind of one more dough in mind. Yep, you know, I, so I'm I, I did that. We can get one more. I did that. I I, I literally um, I needed one more dough, and and I had some 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 uh, MRI, and mm-hmm. I, I got my stand at at four thirty and. Stepped out at, at five o'clock. There was three of them. I picked the biggest one, shot her, put her in the side by side, and had her cleaned and done before it got dark. So yeah, I'd it, like to add one more to the mix. I'd like to have a little bit more. I mean, we eat a ton yes. of ground venison. Yes, and we found a, a place in Eastman, which uh, thank you, James Schulte. He was the one who kind of turned me on to it, called the Butcher Block. And not only is it one of the one of the best meat shops that I've ever seen. But they do a tremendous job of processed venison. Yeah, right. I mean, I'm right. talking holy cow good. Wow. Mm. So, yeah. So, are have you had some done this year? Oh yeah. Have oh, you yeah. had some sausage done this year? It's ridiculous. Okay. You d- d- next next Saturday. I'd you like bring to know what samples. Yeah. 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 I, 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 last year I got like the they did all the different kinds that they offer. This year we narrowed it down to a maple cheddar. And then the uh, Hawaiian. Ooh, that sounds Hawaiian. Good. Hawaiian. Okay. Mm-hmm. Logs, have a great weekend, buddy. Thank you, boys. All right, bud. Take care, Jeff. See, See you. Guys. See you. The Nimbic Chevrolet Outdoor Show, brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter, also has some other fine sponsors: Angie Subject, Atlantic Coast Marine, CNH Marine Construction, Coastal Equipment, Consignment Boat Sales, CSS Fireplaces and Outdoor Living, Hagen Coastal Outfitters, LV Hires Inc., Ring Power, Standard Feed and Seed, Strike Zone, Thick Pen Heating and Cooling. Shimano, Wild West Guns Gold, Kirby Co. Builders, Inc., Randy Marion Cadillac, and Wayland Bay Marine. For Captain Leon Dana, my buddy Chris Swain, I'm Captain Kevin Favor. And remember, anything you do in the outdoors, always think safety first. Y'all have a great weekend. See ya! See ya!